0: This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors.
1: 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano.
0: And it's Wednesday, May 20th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning in the news this morning. Delaware County's positive COVID-19 cases persist despite the decreases in other counties. With Philadelphia significantly flattening the curve and noticing a drop in positive COVID-19 cases, Delaware County's numbers are stubbornly staying the same. Data polled by 6ABC found that on May 6, Philadelphia's 14-day total of new cases per 100,000 residents was 421, compared to Delaware County's total of 285. Within two weeks, Philadelphia County totals dropped significantly to 147 cases per 100,000 residents, while Delaware County had 263 new cases. That's
3: crazy, man. You know, I I live in Delco, and I I was talking to my wife about this yesterday. I wasn't sure if there was, like, one part of Delco that was, like, padding the numbers for other parts of Delco. I don't know how how this is happening.
2: So they give like a little bit of a reason case. Delaware County vice chair, Dr. Monica Taylor said, we are the second most densely populated in the state. We also have an aging population. We have a higher number of long-term care facilities, and we have a high level of poverty in the county. Uh, Delaware County also has the highest mortality rate compared to any county in the five-county region. Uh, And case also, this woman, uh, Dr. Taylor, she points out the county's lack of of, of a health department. So Delaware County is the only county that doesn't have its own specified health department.
3: Yeah, we used to. and then. uh uh, they got rid of it, and uh, I think we were relying on maybe Chester County or something like that.
2: Yeah, there's some, like, uh, I, I don't know if, if if it's specifically the health department, but there are some uh, departments in Chester County that will take care of Delaware County if they don't have it. Um, but I don't know if, if the health department is one of them. Uh, so Delaware County's lower-income communities are also contributing to a high number of positive cases, Dr. Taylor says. Uh, she also says that the, ca- the county has increased the number of COVID-19 tests given and is seeing a lower positivity rate. Real estate sales and uh, related activity can resume across Pennsylvania if guidelines designed to limit infection are followed, Governor Tom Wolf announced Tuesday. The governor's new guidance says people in the real estate industry can get back to work as long as they all wear masks or other facial coverings and use separate vehicles to drive to visit properties. Wolf's ease on the real estate industry brings a glimmer of hope for many looking to bounce back. Officials say business that is conducted in person must be scheduled ahead of time and limit to no more than the real estate worker and two people inside the property. Property at the time. Property.
4: So they're not doing like they're not doing open houses and things like that. No, exactly. Oh, yeah. But that right. m- most most in in every other case, when you, you usually meet a realtor, and they take you around the house, right?
2: Right. Uh, so, and right. and so uh, so now the realtor can uh, can go into the the property uh, with say a couple, but it's only you know two people. Yeah, I think two, it was right. three
0: people at a time total in the house is what I had heard this morning, Kath.
2: Yep, that's right. It's the uh, real estate agent and then uh, two other people. So property showings will have to be scheduled at least 30 minutes apart. Uh, and Steve talking about the open houses, they're saying food is prohibited during in-person real estate business activities. You know, sometimes when they do the open house, they'll kind of set something up so people can come in and, you know, leisurely walk around. But that's not going to be allowed. But they part- are going to
4: allow uh, games of Twister, I heard, which right. seems yes, so you can, Well, definitely.
2: Yeah. I mean, who would buy a house without playing yeah, Twister you have first, to right? do. Uh,
4: that's part of the deal. <laughs>
2: parts of transactions that can be performed electronically or otherwise remotely should be done that way wolf said in new jersey car and motorcycle dealerships along with bike shops can reopen for in-person sales on wednesday governor phil murphy said tuesday it's the latest development as the state begins to loosen restrictions that stemmed from the coronavirus outbreak in new jersey one of the hardest hit states in the country and then in delaware all retail stores are allowed to reopen but for appointment only so you actually have to call and make an appointment uh, before you go out to shop in delaware Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf says he will sign a bill that will allow businesses to sell mixed spirits drinks to go. The bill will allow taverns and licensed restaurants to sell to go drinks and other uh, and with some limitations. Last week, the Pennsylvania Senate voted forty eight. to zero in favor of the bill state representative perry warren who sponsored the bill says the passage is great news for pennsylvania restaurants suffering from the COVID 19 pandemic on friday new jersey governor phil murphy signed a similar bill allowing residents to purchase mixed drinks to go the new jersey bill will expire when the state of emergency has ended the governor says uh have
3: have, um all right so correct me if i'm wrong but some places are already doing this right so were they doing it illegally Uh, Yeah,
4: Oh, absolutely. Okay. I mean,
2: unless, Case, unless they have, I mean, there are some places that are allowed to sell takeout. If if they are are
4: emergency cocktails.
3: No, No, but I don't think. These are
0: mixed cocktails.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. These were like slushy drinks, and it's not like they were even hiding it. It's not like, oh, you know, well, way, case a
2: lot of people were selling the the mix to it without the alcohol in it. There were a lot of restaurants. Right, maybe
3: least- that's what I, that's what it was, and I just
4: misunderstood what people were telling me.
2: Yeah, like they were kind of putting that as part of their their food menu, and you could pick up the drink, oh. but it didn't have alcohol in it. You'd obviously have to have your own alcohol at home.
4: So, is it my understanding that you can get up to like uh, almost like a pitcher? Of cocktails, uh, they were they were saying the different sizes that you you know you could purchase or the amount of fluid ounces. Do they you know, do they they what, specify Steve, I in
2: that article? I, I no, I, I don't know what the fluid ounce is, but I'm sure there's some sort of limit on it. <laughs> it's not going to be. Can I
0: unlimited. have like, two gallons yeah. of Moscow yes. Mule? Please. Just fill up <laughs> <Yeah>. the trunk.
4: <laughs> Here's my credit card. Uh, Marissa,
0: Marissa knows, and she wrote down 64 ounces. Wow. Yeah. That's,
2: okay. That right. is
0: many. How many? How many ounces? There's eight ounces in a cup, and there's four. Cups, I mean, and that's
2: an and eight ounce. Pint, but an eight ounce mixed one. drink is a, a lot.
3: 16 yeah, yeah. Yes. All right, so I mean, basically, it's like four pints. Mm,
0: nice pints. <laughs>
2: pints. That'll work, right? Yeah,
0: for four pints. <laughs> Of uh, Bloody Mary, please. Yes. That should yes. get you home. Mm-hmm. That'll get me started. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Hey, but it's—I mean, it is just another way to uh, help these restaurants too. If you, you know, like Most I've definitely. been. Listen, I'm sick of wine right now, so I need no, a you're mixed not. drink. <laughs>
3: Also you're sick. You're sick of wine, like I'm sick of ice cream, Cass.
2: Right? Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, going to to get a mixed drink. I don't know. It, it might be nice. And I bet you the um, the shore will see a lot of that this Memorial Day weekend with the bars not opening. So uh, I bet you'll get a lot of that down there. All right. Let's do sports this morning. The Belmont Stakes will run June 20th in New York without fans and serve as the opening leg of the horse racing triple crown for the first time in sports history. The New York Racing Association on Tuesday unveiled the rescheduled date for the Belmont which will also be contested at a shorter distance than usual to protect the developing three-year-old horses from injury. The 2020 Belmont will be one and one-eighth miles instead of a mile and a half uh, test of the champion that has been the race's trademark for almost a century. This is the first time the Belmont will lead off the triple crown ahead of the Kentucky Derby and the Preakness. The Kentucky Derby moved from May 2nd to September 5th, and the Preakness from May 16th to October 3rd because of the coronavirus pandemic. A century after the spitball was outlawed for safety reasons, Major League Baseball is trying to do the same with spitting in general. Baseball wants to do away with it as it prepares for a more sanitary social distance return to action in the coming weeks. The MLB also proposed that players don't throw the ball around in the infield between outs, that they sanitize their hands frequently during games, sit at least six Six feet apart from each other in the stands and not in the dugout. Quit high-fiving, signing autographs, and even taking post-game showers at the ballpark. So
4: what what do you do when you're on base?
2: (laughs) Just stand there? Yeah
4: six feet apart and get tagged out all the time
2: it's all well no I think it's when they're not playing oh okay it's all part of reducing the chance of contract uh, contracting or spreading COVID-19 of all the things the MLB is asking players to do or not to do eliminating spitting might be the most difficult NBC Sports asked John Cruck, an all-star spitter on the 93 Phillies if he could survive under the new rules he said hell no spitting is part of the game I couldn't do it during Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf's daily briefing Tuesday, he criticized Ben Roethlisberger's recent trip to a barber shop. Uh, to get his hair cut and beard trimmed following a workout with the Pittsburgh Steelers teammates. Many counties, including Allegheny, are in the yellow phase of reopening, which does not include barber shops and hair salons. The Steelers in Roethlisberger posted a 38-second video Monday afternoon of the quarterback throwing to his teammates, marking a major milestone in his recovery from September elbow surgery. The video then cut to the freshly groomed quarterback in a barber's chair getting his beard trimmed. And that's what I have for
5: you this morning.
0: Alright, thank you very much, Kath. A number of people uh, pointing out a stupid we are when it comes to ounces on our text message, oh. 64 ounces, a half gallon or a growler or eight, eight ounce glasses. So there okay. you go. Sorry, we didn't meet your conversion needs this morning on the Preston and Steve show, but you know, sorry, we're so dumb. it's Wednesday and uh, we welcome you to it. We have a lot going on today. We are going to go on live, uh, live on Fox Good Day, as we always do on Wednesdays. And we'll see how those guys are doing. And we're going to keep with the booze theme. We're keeping you liquored up here on the president and steve show as our word of the week prize this week i'm sorry our secret text word uh this week is is it two cases i thought i read or are we doing one case of sly box well i mm-hmm. think it was uh, okay one one for the secret text word and one for the random chosen yar. okay so text word secret to 39333 and you might want a case of sly box alex's lemon wheat ale and then for the word of the week prize stateside vodka mm-hmm. two of their new larger size bottles that's 1.75 liters how many ounces is, is that, by the way? Do you happen to know offhand? Hmm. Uh, and also a standard size bottle of their just released small batch bourbon and a $100 gift card to their tasting room. So we got liquor, liquor everywhere. Uh, yeah, there you go. And we have to find out who the coolest teacher was from yesterday. We had chosen randomly. Uh, Gloucester County Institute of Technology, GCIT, Sewell, New Jersey. And we asked you to text in, and you certainly did, and we have a winner. And we are proud to announce that the coolest teacher of the year from GCIT is... Mrs. Marissa Stall. Can you teach me?
4: Is a dance teacher. Really? Yeah. I think that's and the first time we've ever
0: had a dance teacher. I believe teacher. you are correct at GCIT. She is a dance teacher. And uh, she're. Uh, Marissa dug up a little bit of information about her this past February. She was selected by the New Jersey Council on uh, County Vocational Technical Schools to represent her school during Career and Technical Education Month. Uh, she went to Montclair State University, and her quote is, the choice to attend a vocational school at the age of 13 set my career in motion without realizing it at the time. I had danced from an early age and always loved the art form. So, Oh, that's, that's so cool. That's what she does, exactly. Yes, yeah, so okay, the dance teacher. How cool Love that. is that? So, we will uh, hopefully meet her later on this morning. She is more than welcome to call in. If you know Miss Stahl, let her know and congratulate her and tell her to uh, give us a buzz, if you would, please. All right, we got to choose another one. Oh. Whose turn is it? Oh, it's
3: my turn. Yay. Yay. All right, Yay.
0: so we got to get out uh, the names. Casey's going to reach in and randomly draw a school. We'll put it to you. And then we will find out tomorrow morning who you think the coolest teacher of the past year has been. Casey? Okay. Who's it going to be?
3: All right, here we go. Fat fingers. There we go. Sorry. Trying to turn things off, Kath. All right, dude. We're staying in New Jersey. We've been in. New- Have we been in New Jersey all week long? It feels like it. All right, we're going to Maple Shade, New Jersey, to Maple Shade High School. All right. Maple Shade High
0: School. Twenty-four hours. The clock starts now, and you start texting. It's easy. You so just text the word teacher to 39333 and then we send you this voting link and then you tell us who you think has uh, made a difference in this past year uh so get on it maple shade high school and again you just text the word teacher to 39333 it is that easy so let's get on it all right let's take a break let's come back in a moment and we'll roll out the uh the celebrity stories and the Stupid question to give some stuff away. We got the sun coming up, sort of, because we got clouds, but uh, we're going to share this day together,
6: and that's a good thing. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks.
4: Steven Singer Jewelers is now offering financing online with interest free options available for a limited time. Get pre qualified in seconds. Learn more at ihateStevensinger.com.
6: back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I want to
0: say what's up to the guy in the big blue truck in our parking lot. I got Ah. a text that just says, I feel privileged today. I'm working out in the WMMR parking lot today. Look for the big blue truck outside. So, mystery big blue truck guy. Welcome to our parking lot. Uh, give line. him a shirt out. We Please, give him a shirt your, yeah, out. Well, set him up here one second. And there you go. We'd invite you up here, but uh, that's, you know, we're not, it's not happening right now.
4: Did you enjoy the game this morning? Uh, trying to figure out which door you could get into
0: uh, the building with? <laughs> Oh, I, mine was open, my normal entrance. Was it shut down in the yeah, east? Yeah, uh, and, and the
4: med and the whole. And then, ah. and, and then yesterday leaving, we, oh, dude, we I, were
3: barricaded in. Well, it's my own fault because the security guy told me last week, hey, by the way, yeah. Tuesday, this side of the parking lot is going to be closed. And then, uh, you know, he told me that on like Wednesday of last week. So <laughs> you pull you know, it early, I you forgot. forget. Yeah, because yeah, it's empty. What are, the, are
2: they locking entrances? Uh, they're
3: they're th- just made, you know, the construction
0: is still continuing. Oh, for construction. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, okay. they're really ripping up some more of the parking lots yep. and they're, yep. they're rearranging stuff so it's kind of cool they've got heavy equipment out here and it's kind of fun to watch it's like diggerland yeah (laughs) Yeah, it is it's totally (laughs) like diggerland uh so anyhow here we go with our stupid question for today going to give away sonic the hedgehog on blu-ray so in auto racing what does a red and yellow striped flag mean
3: Oh. I did not know this one. Nah, me neither.
0: What does a red and yellow striped flag mean in auto racing? Two one five two six three WMMR. And uh, let's see if you know the answer. I'm going to go through some birthdays today. Wednesday, May twentieth. Uh, we'll start with Busta Rhymes. Uh, yeah, he can. Get away, get away, know that I don't he gets really crazy on this tune. Day, day. Yeah, it's the uh, same ordering at Wendy's.
7: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it get gets you faster. You ain't never gonna stop me. Every time I come in. I gotta set it then I
7: gotta go, go and then I gotta get it then I gotta blow it, and then I gotta shut it any little thing and think it'd be doing cause it doesn't matter cause I'm gonna dead then I'm gonna murder everything and anything about a boom about it, do a thing I gotta do lot of things to make it clear to a couple that I always in and I gotta get it again, and again,
3: and again. There you go. Good Lord.
7: <laughs> Eminem uh,
3: raps maybe faster than that in his last uh, song. God- really? Godzilla, yeah. The, probably like the last 30 seconds of what, it. does it just
4: sound like a buzz?
3: <sighs> you know, I... I, I <laughs> so on, on, on Apple Music now, like when you pull up a song, you, you can, the, the lyrics can, will come up as right. well. And they can't and keep up. I can't even keep up, man. Wow. It is, it's amazing. Do you amazing. want to, though? I, yeah, I, listen, I would love you. I... I Mike, you, you guys have worked with me for the 20 yeah. last 22 years. You know my mouth doesn't work all that well. Right. Uh, my, no, my my, um, my um, physical makeup will not allow for me to be able to speak that fast, yeah. rap that fast.
0: Uh, he's 48 today. Cindy McCain, second wife of uh, Senator John McCain, is 66 years old. Good-looking woman. Uh, it's also Cher's birthday oh, today. Happy birthday yeah. to me. Uh, Cher is 74. Years. I was just watching her. Me old today. <laughs> you were. I was on the movie The Wrecking Crew. She was in the movie The Wrecking Crew. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah she talks yeah, about yeah. working
4: Sonny and Cher working with those. That's right. L.A. studio musicians. Yeah. That's right. Yeah.
8: I'm
4: <laughs> I can see you. There's that Tarzan thing? Uh
0: huh. She was a stunning young woman. Uh, yeah.
4: In her day, she went from awkward to Bob Mackie gown-wearing Chanteuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, then on to whatever she is now. Whatever sort of she did wearing. with her face now. yeah, yeah. Uh, She's 74 today. You know, burlesque is one of my favorite guilty pleasures. I know. You, know, you do You do reference that from time oh, to time. I
0: love that movie. Uh, Mindy Cohen, who played Natalie on The Facts of Life, is 54. And... Uh, for a while, she was
4: uh, the voice of Daphne
0: Yes, on, that's right. Uh, Scooby on the Scooby-Doo cartoon yep, She did yep. a great job of it, too.
4: Was she uh, the first Facts of Girl Life on the series to lose her virginity? Yeah.
0: By it the way, was it Daphne
4: or was Velma? I'm sorry. Velma, yeah, that Velma makes more sense.
0: she was the voice of, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, she was. And the boyfriend's name was Snake. Yep. Snake. Which meant he had a penis that hung down below his kneecaps. Right. With teeth right. on it. the where it normally goes. Uh, but anyhow, Mindy Cone is fifty-four years old today. It's Bronson Pinchot's birthday today. Of <laughs> Perfect Strangers, obviously. Uh, but I remember him going back to Risky Business. That's first time I remember seeing yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. With uh, Tom Cruise and uh, Beverly Hills Cop, of course. I did. Uh, I did enjoy Perfect Strangers.
4: They were. They were a good team. Yeah, yeah. yeah, him and Cousin, Cousin Laddie Appleton. Don't be ridiculous. Uh, wait,
3: Cousin Laddie Appleton was a character in that show, The Leftovers. Press, you watched The Leftovers on HBO. I watched some of it, and then it's, it lost me. Okay, yeah, so that actor plays himself in that show. Really? Yes. Okay. Do they and, reference Meepos? They, well, they reference, I believe, Perfect Strangers and, right. and Larry Appleton and stuff huh. like that. Yeah. It was – Leftovers was a weird, weird show. I enjoyed the payoff, though. It's it's over. Okay. Um, with Nothing's the, over. <laughs> no, we're oh. oh,
4: Coming back for me both. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize that they made uh, – they were self-referencing in that series. They're Not
3: normally, but I just – as far as that plot was concerned, uh, th- I don't even know what that guy's name is. Uh, that guy. Right. Sort of, you know, his he, – he was okay. – he, he had answers. He had an Listen, you it's never hard. watched an episode of Leftovers, no, I did. did you? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so in The Leftovers, like a third of the population just disappears. Oh, yeah. Okay. Disappears. Right, right. And, Justin um, Theroux
4: is in it, right?
3: Yes. Yeah, right. And um, so it's really, really weird. So for some reason, that guy, who maybe he's a friend of a producer or something like that, was, was, was written into the uh, the plot.
0: All right. Uh, we also have celebrating a birthday today,
4: Timothy Oliphant. Yes.
0: I uh, like him a lot. Yeah, he was on Deadwood, uh, Sex and the City, Gone in 60 Seconds. He played the
4: hitman. The first movie version of the video game. You like that? I did. I liked his version. I let, you know. I actually dressed up as him as yeah. barcode on the back of my bald head and wore a tuxedo.
0: Uh, so he celebrates his 52nd birthday today. And then the last birthday I saw is Jack Gleason. Jack played Joffrey on Game of Thrones. One of the easily top three. Most evil characters in that uh, in that series. I always hear
4: Joffrey mentioned uh, oh, as being the
0: the oh. consummate scumbag. Oh, you just wanted to just punch him in the face. <laughs> oh my god! I what else him. has he done? And the thing is, he's this kid is supposedly he's a really nice guy.
7: What well, kid? He's twenty eight years was old the, now. Was he the
4: guy who was in uh, John Wick?
7: i don't he's know in batman no. begins right where yeah. uh, he's, he's the little kid that the uh, commissioner gordon puts the coat around oh okay or, no, not, no no no
0: no not puts the coat around he actually sees that's batman it. out on the on his uh, outside of his apartment on the wall so, and, but anyway no yeah. in in uh john wick uh that's uh, uh that was uh theon grayjoyed completely okay. different uh, character and All actor right. uh but jack gleason wow i can't believe he's 28 years old man he was a kid when he started on that show. That's crazy. All right. Let's see if we can get an answer to this stupid question. And uh it is what does a red and yellow striped flag mean in auto racing? Two one five two six three WMMR and we're gonna go to Natasha. Hey Natasha good morning.
5: Good morning.
0: All right Natasha what is the yellow and red and yellow striped flag mean?
5: It means debris or fluid on the track have created a slippery condition. That's correct. Very good. Well done, Natasha.
0: couple of different answers there. It could have been uh, slippery or debris on the track, and you got both of them. And, Natasha, we love the way you said good morning. That was uh, was very nice. (laughs) Oh, thank you. All right, hang on the line because we got information for you. And we're going to get information from you. And we're going to give to you Sonic the Hedgehog on Blu-ray starring James Marsden and Jim Carrey. Critics call it entertaining and action-packed and an awesome adventure for all ages. You can own it now on digital, Blu-ray, and 4K Ultra HD, which includes a limited edition comic book while supplies last. It is rated PG from Paramount Pictures. Uh, we'll start with this. Harry and Meghan, Prince Harry and Meghan, celebrated their second wedding, wedding anniversary yesterday uh, by taking the day to chill with each other and their son, Archie. Amazing. Uh, the day will simply be quality time with one another and as a family, a source close to the couple said.
4: So we just going to you know, hang out and sit around. <laughs>
0: According to, you know, they're not going to be uh, doing any work and made sure that they have no meetings or calls in the diary. Well, that's Uh, news these days. uh, The break is much needed as they've been working on several charitable endeavors involving the pandemic and are in the midst of launching their own charity called Archwell. Uh, Meanwhile, the Prince of Wales, Prince Charles, is asking the people of Britain to help farmers harvest crops during the pandemic. The unusual request was made, he says, because the coronavirus pandemic has caused a severe shortage of labor. I said, if we are to harvest British fruit and vegetables this year, we need an army of people to help. Food huh. does not happen by magic. It all begins with our remarkable farmers and growers. In the last few weeks, if, uh, if the last few weeks have proven anything, it is that food is precious and valued and it cannot be taken for granted.
4: Legitimate point, but why don't they call upon the students of Hogwarts to help out? Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they have do kind have of magic. Spell. Yeah, There's got to be something like a self-picking
0: spell. Now, I've seen some reports that uh, we're going to be facing similar issues here in the U.S. I mean, somebody's got to pick all that food, and yep. uh, it may be difficult to do, so we'll see. Uh, Todd Tileman, Tyle, is that how you say his name? Don't know. Anyway. Uh, the, the dude won The Voice. Oh, uh, Season 18 of The Voice last night. Yep uh tillman t i l g h m a n so it might be tillman commit that to memory, then forget it uh the final episode aired remotely from each of the coaches and contestants' homes due to the ongoing pandemic. Tillman's win marks the seventh victory for Blake Shelton, oh my God, he's on fire uh <laughs> who last won season thirteen with contestant Chloe kahansky kahansky Chloe Kahansky. 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 kahansky.
4: kahansky. kahansky.
0: Uh, and he said, when my name was called, I blacked out. Um, so he was pretty excited and he's, I okay. guess he's, he's a country singer. So, oh, okay. I don't know if he was that
3: young guy, that
0: fourteen-year-old that I saw in there for a fleeting moment. Oh, that's who was right. Like unbe- the voice you couldn't believe coming out of this fourteen-year-old.
3: I'd old. like to. I didn't watch any of the Voice, and it's not because I don't like it. I just uh, it just wasn't on my radar. But uh, I wonder what it looked like
7: in comparison to American Idol. I'm sure it looked it, weird. Casey, I, I caught uh, I don't know ten minutes of an episode the other night because they opened with a Collective Soul song, which I um, the world I know, great song, yeah. and I was uh, happy to see a rock song to start. But they. It was it was relatively low rent to be honest. Like they, they put filters on the singers. Everybody's working from home. It it just seemed like not a ton of production value put into it.
3: Yeah. Oh, they made it look more music video ish yeah. uh, than a you know, music performance. Okay, yeah, but like
7: music video that uh, your high school did in nineteen eighty nine, right? You know, like like yeah. a
4: Snapchat filter.
3: <laughs> yeah.
7: Yeah, yeah,
0: limited effects. But they hey, were look putting, I'm a deer. They were putting some effects on there. So <laughs> well, that one's in the books, and it's uh, Todd. Remember remember
4: that name because no one else will.
0: Ben Stiller is opening up about his iconic late father, Jerry Stiller, and their last days together. In an interview with The New Yorker, the 54-year-old said that he and his 58-year-old sister, Amy, treasured their final days with their 92-year-old father. He said just due to the fact that he didn't have a coronavirus-related illness... Uh, and he had been ailing for a while. We were able to be with him, which I'm very, very grateful for. What was he ailing from? Do they specify him? You know what, Steve? I don't know. In this particular article, that or or at least this uh, segment of it, I, it doesn't indicate exactly what he died because from.
4: Because I think the regular death announcement was of uh, natural causes, right? right. Uh, ben also reflected on how he felt about his
0: father Jerry and late mother Ann Mira as comedians when he was a kid. The sick! Uh, no, he's... <laughs> I don't think I don't think he went that far into it. No, he said, um, I don't ever um I don't ever remember a moment of thinking, Oh, they're funny. I remember watching them on stage and seeing them perform and get laughs and do their act, and I remember as a kid enjoying watching that and thinking Oh, this is kind of cool that everybody thinks my parents are funny, right? And
4: they're just his parents,
0: exactly. Yeah. He said, and it was exciting. They're the ones that beat me. Uh, he recalls Jerry's support when he turned to comedy himself, saying, "If my dad could have been there with us every step of the way, he would pull every string that he possibly could pull and open every door he possibly he could possibly open." And again, he was like that with anybody. He
4: did the uh, he did the Kimmel show last night, Preston, and uh, even though it was it's so close to the death. He felt that it'd be therapeutic. So for him to give this interview and to do all this press, I think he needs to get some stuff off his chest about the relationship with his dad and let people know how close they were at the end.
0: He said if you met somebody on the street and they said they were a fan and they were interested in acting, he'd talk to them for 20 minutes about it. For real. He was that guy. Uh, He also says that he knows where he stands in comparison to his parents. He said, what I've always felt over the years is I wanted to do my thing and my dad and mom did their thing, and were so good at it. And it's like my dad is so funny. Like I, I never ever thought I was funny like my dad or as funny as my dad. I've never really felt a competition because I would lose hands down. So he hands it all to his dad. So yeah, it's a very sweet sentiment from him. Ryan Seacrest is assuring fans that he's healthy after prompting concern, or actually uh, promoting. Uh, concerns on Sunday night. I'm coming hang, hang on a second. Let me back up here. I didn't know we had clips from. I all of the stuff I printed up this morning did not print up. I don't know what oh, clips oh, we have. Oh, to okay, play. yeah, yeah. So uh, we have clips it was from, from ben Kimmel. Stiller? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was
4: it Kimmel or Fallon? Because I don't have them. It might have been Fallon. Yeah, because this says tonight okay, show. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're pretty much what you said, Preston, so kind okay. of the same ob- observance. If you want to play them, there's just two short ones. All right, let's do that because I, I, I didn't know we had
0: these, so here we go. You know, I, I figured it would be good to do it because it would be a chance to talk about my dad a little bit. It's a weird time now, you know, and, and people can't really gather together,
3: and you can't do sort of a, you know, so I think some somewhere down the line we'll do a memorial for him when everybody can get together. But I thought it would be nice to be able to, you know, just have a moment to celebrate him a little bit.
4: That's yeah, like cool. so many people they can't plan anything. Yeah. Everything's yeah. in stasis.
0: Yep. Yep. All right. here's uh, the second one. No, he was very, very quiet. And
3: I think he had, he suppressed a lot and it just did his whole life. And he came up from this, this upbringing where he's very, very poor. His dad was a bus driver, depression era, New York city. Um, and you know, he had all this kind of stuff inside of him, but that was the way, that's where it would come out, you know, in the characters.
0: That's cool that they were able to spend their their last uh, yeah
4: few days together. Because, as, as you said a little bit in the in, in the piece that you read, is that uh, there, there was a, a point of estrangement where yeah. he he I don't know if resented, but it's like um, you know, no, I, they weren't around a lot when he was a kid, and and uh, he was he, he carried that.
0: All right, Ryan Seacrest. Uh, people thought he had a stroke on American Idol the other night. He's uh, his speech was <laughs> kind of slurred and. His eye, one eye appeared to be swollen, the other one was kind of popping out, and uh, fans were distressed over his health. A rep ended up issuing a statement to people saying that he did not have a stroke and was instead suffering from exhaustion. So yesterday he reappeared on Live with uh, Kelly and Ryan and thanked fans for their support and uh, Kelly's hubby, Mark Consuelos, for filling in for him. It was my pleasure, my love. And uh, <laughs> You know what, you,
4: you just said something. May I admit yeah. something here? Uh-huh. Popeye he was named Popeye because he had a Popeye no, he had I... one eye that was super large and one that was closed no, oh my god really? Popeye the sailor oh Man. yeah you didn't know that? no oh yeah did you know that? Yeah. No. Yeah. No.
3: no
7: No. not at all Shiloh <laughs>
4: Shiloh, yeah. Popeye, his one eye popped while the other one was squinted and closed. Is that
3: why? Though we got to figure that out. Yeah, All it right. has to be. He also kind of looked like Glenn from uh, The Walking Dead, if you recall. After Glenn got gloved. everyone says that
4: loved in the head. No, I don't think so. But no, was was Glenn smoking a corn cob
3: pipe? No, I'm in not saying Popeye's? That's why he was named after that. Or? No, I'm, that's what I'm,
4: I'm. Never mind. I'm
3: not saying Popeye looked like. Oh, Ryan Seacrest. Oh, secret. I thought you were talking
4: about Popeye. Popeye.
3: Oh, no, no. Oh. Stay with me here, guys. I'm like,
4: what? <laughs> Glenn from The Walking Dead? Popeye? <laughs> okay. No, Ryan secret There's was- a big picture of Popeye up in the studio. Yeah,
3: I Go was ahead. talking about Ryan secret Okay, all right. All no, right. That actually makes sense.
4: Yeah. I'm going right. to give you that one. Then. All right. So Not Popeye, though. We have
0: a, we have a clip of <laughs> <laughs> we have a clip of Ryan Seacrest yeah. uh, on the show. Here we
9: go. I want to thank Mark for filling in yesterday. I oh, appreciate Paris. that, and also all the very kind well wishes uh, from my exhaustion working around the clock. I got a day off to relax, and here we are once again added online.
0: <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you're you're okay. a day
9: off to relax, and here we are
0: once, once again added online. Okay. Uh, so there you go. Uh, he's, he's apparently, he's doing better and that That's, was just exhaustion. Do
3: you think that, I mean, does he that He sounds happen? like Popeye? No, no. But I mean, does that happen from exhaustion? Your one eye closing, you know, halfway and your other it eye popping out bizarre. like that? Right, Kev?
2: It, I it think, was bizarre. I don't know. I, I yeah, I think I he think he's he that tired. I mean, he does it all the time though. I mean, does, I guess that doesn't mean that you can't be tired. Oh,
4: you mean he does the like a, mm-hmm. an exhaustive schedule all yeah. the time? I, I don't know. I think he had a brief episode of something. I yeah. think that that's what happened because speech was slurred, and this is abnorm- and then normally large eye, mm-hmm. like a super a super eye.
0: Yeah, who knows? All right, uh, Kristen Cavallari's uh, former BFF Kelly Henderson is opening up about rumors that she and Cavallari's estranged husband Jay Cutler are dating. Henderson appeared on Laura Wasser's All's Fair podcast Tuesday and said. I'm just going to go ahead and put this out there. There was never an affair. I have nothing to do with their divorce, and I am not dating
4: Jay Cutler. (laughs) And there it is. So we watched the uh, breakup of her and her bestie, which is this woman that you're you're quoting here. She's a makeup artist for country artists, and uh, she's uh, pretty good looking. But uh, that was the big thing Uh, that was uh, the end of the show. Yep. But now it's nothing compared to the split press, and that's what's tearing me
0: apart. I'm sure it is, and it's got to be uh, an, an inter turmoil that you just can't shake. All right, so uh, let's go. Kristen Bell has teamed up with CBD brand Lord Jones, Lord. Uh, to launch her own personal care line called Happy Dance.
4: Happy Dance.
0: Uh, the hemp-derived line will drop this fall. Self-care shouldn't be an event, the Good Place star said in a statement. Self-care should consist of everyday pick-me-ups mm. that can be integrated into one's daily routine.
4: I was caring for myself yesterday afternoon when my wife took a nap. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and you should. Yeah. You're yeah. supposed to Spend care for some me time. Okay, so, uh, Case, did you ever contact
0: Dr. Mike, tell him we were going to be have him on tomorrow? No, I did not. Okay, because he's calling in now. Well, we
4: need to find out what he has to say.
0: Yeah. Okay, uh, let's uh, get the good doctor on the line from Fox 29 and Penn Medicine. I requested that we have him on tomorrow for an actual interview, but yeah. let's see what he has to say now. Dr. Mike, good morning, sir.
9: I love you guys. We love you. Oh, we miss you. Yes. Oh, I miss you. I miss you. Well, look. Uh, this gave me a quick opportunity to talk about something other than the COVID-19. Right. Uh, all right. So uh, I think that Ryan Seacrest had what's called an ocular migraine. And that can happen when you work too hard and you get really stressed out. It can cause what's called ptosis. That's where the eye droops a little bit. And that's what we saw And he was slurring his speech. You remember the reporter. This was a very big story. There was this very young woman who was yes. reporting and she started speaking in gibberish, didn't know what was going on. They thought she had a stroke. Well, as it turns out, she had an ocular migraine and that can cause all kinds of problems, including slurred speech and uh, vision problems. Yeah, and, we, and we that,
4: talked yeah. about that yesterday. Mike. There are actually a couple of them that were similar to that uh, to that situation. And uh, but I didn't know slurred speech was a part of that.
9: Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. It can, it can be quite profound, huh. uh, and and it's not a stroke. It goes away. Uh, but the bottom line is is that it's one of those things where uh, uh, if you overdo it, you, you talk about eye strain to the nth degree. Wow! If you if you kill yourself working, and and this guy is a powerhouse. He works twenty four seven. From what I've heard, that's what I think.
4: So what happens is that your one eye gets bigger. You have a profound craving for spinach. And uh, <laughs> all of those you know, Popeye-related, forearm yeah, forearms swell up. Uh, well, well he, wow, okay, so that does make sense then. So it was something more akin to an episode than something prolonged.
9: Yeah, I, uh, I don't. I think he's going to be just fine. All right. But, uh, he probably took the day off to go get checked out. He, I would have done a scan on him and make sure, but <laughs> uh, everything was fine, and uh, I'm sure he's he's going to be okay. All
0: right, uh, excellent. All right, and Doctor Mike, maybe we'll talk tomorrow. You're going to be around. I'm in. All
9: right.
4: All right.
0: We love you. All right. We love you, Dr. Mike. Love love you. All right. migraine.
4: That's uh, the diagnosis from Dr. Mike. Slurred speech. I did not know know that.
0: I guess if he had severe pain, I mean, I know when when my migraines get really intense, I do not want to talk. I just want to just everybody shut up. You don't want to host a talent show? Leave me alone. I don't want to host a singing show. (laughs) None of that. No. Uh, Actress Jamie King has filed for divorce from her husband, Kyle Newman, and has also asked for a domestic violence prevention petition against her. Yeah, she was granted a temporary restraining order, which will be good until their hearing on uh, June 8th. Uh, They've been married for 12 years. They have two sons. I don't have any other details outside of that. Uh, Twilight actor, and I don't know this guy, Gregory Tyree Boyce, and his girlfriend, Natalie Adepoju, were found dead in their Las Vegas condo, according to reports. Is it murder-suicide? I, I have nothing, nothing on this. There's a toxicology report pending. Uh, the 30-year-old is best known for his role, or role playing Tyler Crowley, who has a crush on Kristen Stewart's character, Bella Swan, uh, in the Twilight series. Uh, but that's really odd. So. That is very
4: odd. Yeah. Well, I, I don't remember the guy.
0: See if anything uh, comes out of that uh, investigation. Uh, Drew Barrymore is teaming up with McCormick, the uh, food product brand. Uh, food product brand. Don't they do food dye? Uh, on a $1 million no kid hungry initiative to help families dealing with food insecurities during the pandemic. Yes, they make food dye and they make all kinds oh, of Oh, do stuff. they?
7: Okay. Uh, Spices, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, you, you can spicy get spicy food dye. Uh, you can get all kinds of uh, um, uh, different seasonings and stuff from that. I'm McCormick. Out of cumin. Uh, The 45-year-old also hosted a virtual taco night on Tuesday on Instagram Live.
4: Let me tell you something. Virtual taco night doesn't count.
0: (laughs) Well, she invited you to cook along. Oh, okay. So Barrymore explained her obsession with tacos. She said, I've grown up since 1975 in a place where the culture is steeped in Mexican food, and tacos is just something I've never not eaten. I love tacos because, honestly, they're like the best palate in the world. Uh, they can be really anything you want. It's a culinary dream that you conjure up, and they can be different every single time. God damn, Drew
4: Barrymore's right about
0: tacos. Tacos are awesome.
4: <sighs> she um, really pulled back the curtain,
0: so fans could eat, uh, could cook, and eat along. Uh, she shared her recipe for shrimp tacos ahead of time, and she offered three options for topping them as well: classic, spicy, and loaded.
8: Oh, huh.
0: uh, and I actually. Uh, took her recipe and set it aside. I'm going to take it home. And it do you starts... have to
4: be loaded when you make them, or do you load the it's taco It's recommended. Oh, all right. It's recommended. Uh, I but, don't like shrimp tacos.
0: Uh, I love them. Uh, yeah. And, in fact, I want to – I love fish tacos and shrimp tacos and uh, pork. I had salmon tacos. Had the tacos.
4: They were salmon good. Salmon tacos? Yeah.
0: Never had that. But I've had uh, – when I've had fish tacos, it's usually been like mai mai or something along those lines, so – uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is continuing his work to support Africa's Virunga National Park in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Earth Alliance, which was co founded by DiCaprio, uh, is the fund, and the Virunga Fund. Will help protect the national park as well I'm as
4: Varunga. Sounds like straight out of Coming to America. <laughs> <does>. uh, surrounding <laughs> communities,
0: yes, uh, Zamunda, Zamunda, and yeah. Varunga. Uh, Varunga has lost a significant amount of revenue since uh, closing in March due to COVID nineteen. Uh, the fund's goals include disease prevention efforts, protection of the mountain gorilla and other species in support of law enforcement and families of fallen rangers.
4: So the gorillas can now start purchasing cocktails curbside. Uh, they really yes. rolled back some of the <laughs> yeah. uh, requirements to getting alcohol. So they're happy about that. Uh,
0: yes, they, they, they can now uh, yeah. indulge, but they and can't go and be in groups just
4: yet. But even for them, no open houses for the gorillas. They have yeah. to make appointments if they want to see a particular tree.
0: All right, and then uh, two more quick things. Mindy Kaling has signed on to write Legally Blonde 3. That'd be good. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kaling, who flexed her writing chops during uh, The Office and The Mindy Project, uh, will write the upcoming third installment of the Legally Blonde franchise uh, with writing partner Dan Gore. Gore is a two-time Emmy-winning writer of The Daily Show and late night with Conan O'Brien, as well as co-creator of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. According to Deadline, Calling and Gore plan to write a completely new script for leading lady Elle Woods rather than touch up an already existing script from original screenwriters Kristen Smith and Karen McCullough.
4: Where, where does this one take place? In a uh, retirement
0: home? They haven't indicated that yet. She it, it will have a fresh new spin, they say. Details about the development have been scarce. Huh. If all goes according to plan and coronavirus doesn't halt, future production Legally Blonde 3 will hit theaters uh, 20 years after the first film's debut in 2001.
4: Wow. I was seeing that wow. uh a statistic that about 60% of all shows that were set to premiere in the fall have been put on hiatus.
3: Yeah. So
4: we're going to really we'll probably see more of a mid-season mid-season um, stuff also I
3: think um what you might see are some of these channels that were air, usually aired things on their secondary channels like bumping them over. Yeah, so recycling FX, them. Yeah, FX programs. Yeah. Would air on Fox on Fox and and then FX would just run like reruns or I, I don't I, – I, if it's good enough. You know what I mean? It doesn't even need to be good
0: enough. Yeah. And then one last thing. Adam Sandler has signed on to star in Netflix Hustle from uh, We the Animals. It's just called Hustle. Netflix is Hustle. Uh, from We the Animals director Jeremiah Zager. Uh, Sandler's Happy Madison – Uh, Roth, Kirschenbaum Films, and LeBron James and Maverick Carter's Spring Hill Entertainment will produce. So So LeBron LeBron James involved
4: in this? Oh, okay. Uh, Comedy or is it another drama? Following the The Sandler plays a basketball scout.
0: That's all that I know. So I would assume it's it's comedy in nature. LeBron's done some comedy stuff before too, with you know Trainwreck. Right, right. Uh, So who knows?
3: Seen the uncut gems yet? I have not. I hear it's I hear it's pretty uh, pretty wild. There, it is a movie that really. I mean, it, it gets inside you, Steve. Does it? It really does. I mean, that it's it's nice. it's really really hard to watch, but it's supposed to be like the the, it, anxi- the anxiety of the uh, uh, the anxiety of the characters in the movie translates and transfers itself to the, the viewer. It's re- you know, and Adam said it's really good. And because I stuck with it, there were so many times I wanted to turn it off. There, and because I stuck with it, I'm so glad that I did.
8: It stinks!
3: it doesn't it but it, it i mean talk to nick murphy about it yes. you, you know if you trust anybody's uh, thoughts and opinions on movies i think you would you would trust in uh in nick murphy uh and i think he would uh, he would agree with me on this one it, right. it's it's a tough tough watch but i believe the payoff at the end is worth it
0: all right uh we're ready for the clips When an old friend abruptly re-enters the life of Joanna Chang, nothing will be the same again in the third season of Burden of Truth. In this clip, star Peter Mooney discusses what fans can expect from the show's main characters. Here it is. This season goes really into both the characters' histories and past even further and deeper and the things that they have to overcome to be able to move forward together, both professionally and personally. Shut the f*** up! Uh, Burden of Truth premieres tomorrow. That's at 8 on The CW. Here's the next class. (laughs) Amazon's TV series Homecoming centers on the mysterious Geist Group, a company for veterans holding dark secrets beneath its wellness program. Ooh. In this clip, star Stephen James explains how his, characters transition, how his character transitions in season two.
7: Walter still has a lot of curiosity about what took place in that first season, a lot of questions, and a lot of paranoia. And it's almost like he's unwilling to trust anyone's version of what really happened. He needs to find this out for himself. And so, in turn, he goes on this relentless
6: pursuit for the truth.
0: Uh, The second season of Homecoming premieres Friday, and that's on Amazon Prime. And there you go. That's what I have in the Entertainment Report this morning. We got somebody on the phone. Oh, do we? We do. We have our coolest teacher. Our coolest teacher. uh, She is from Gloucester County. No. Yeah, Gloucester County Institute of Technology, G C I T, and knock, is a dance teacher. I thought she was a singer. No, no she's, she's no, actually she's a dancer, I believe. So anyhow. No, you know, she, she was, was a dancer. dancer.
8: Thanks,
0: oh, oh my god! god. Stop. Stop. Please welcome Mrs. Marissa
5: Stahl, hey. our course teacher.
0: Hey, hey. how you doing? great thank you no problem so a dance teacher i think and and we all surmise you are the only dance teacher that's ever won ever. The, the coolest teacher contest
5: i'm winning i'm so excited
0: <laughs> <laughs> and how long have you been teaching now marissa um
5: this is my 7th year teaching this
0: is my 5th year at gcit wow okay and did you you went to a technical school we read right
5: i did i went to gcit oh, oh yeah.
0: well, they, look at this nice yeah and and so you've made a career out of dance is that um how difficult is that?
5: I mean you know no nothing's ever easy but you know with a little perseverance and dedication you know you just kind of keep on going and work seven jobs until you find <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like where you're supposed to be
4: how many students i mean are, are uh, taking dance or how many students do you usually handle during the course of a, of a uh, of a regular year I mean because it it seems something that's highly specified.
5: Well, at GCIT, the kids come and they they major in something. Okay. Um, so my kids come and major in dance, and we have about seventy five students in the program. Okay,
4: wow. so they're, they're getting they're getting a lot of attention.
5: Yeah, they got two hours of me every day. Very
4: cool. I'm Looking at
0: a picture uh, in, st- in in front of the uh, the sign for the school and all these, there's about 30, 30 girls that are uh, that are posing uh, in this photo. We got it off uh, our, our website. Do you have any you have any guys in your class? It looks like it's all girls here.
5: Nope, we do. Unfortunately right now we only have one. Um
4: the luckiest definitely. guy on earth. Yeah.
5: Yeah. The luckiest guy and he gets a lot of attention from, from our females. Yeah. Um they're all very close and friendly. Um but yeah, no, those are my juniors and seniors. They're they're great. So how are you
4: zoom teaching dancing?
5: Um, you know, it's it's difficult. Um Right now, uh, the students are really kind of taking independent classes.
8: Okay,
5: um, and I'm having them do a lot of reflections about what they're doing at home. But then I have them doing a lot of choreography projects right now. Okay, um, okay. yeah, which is nice because then I can kind of edit their videos together. And I have a student that's helping me edit videos together. Um, and then they can kind of archive this time as well, which is which is you know it's it is what it is, but it's it's nice to have that.
0: Marissa, what's your, what's your personal favorite uh, type of style of dance?
5: I'm a modern dancer.
0: A modern, modern dancer? A modern that's me. Modern dancer, okay. Yeah. And what, what is it? I don't even know exactly what that means. Is that interpretive or what is it?
5: I mean, sure. My husband would probably describe it as more interpretive. <laughs> um, but does, I mean, Hey, does he dance? No, he's a singer
4: and I heard you say that you thought that I was a singer. <laughs> <laughs> so well, well, no, would, she was a dancer. Right? Jinx, oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> would modern dancing be like? What you would see like uh like more more it's contemporary, more um Correct. more like hip-hopish and more more you would see like like the the dance competition shows. You you um, see you see it a lot, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Dancing it's with the when they're stars. jumping
2: around a lot and no. the guys are lifting them up and they have flowy dresses on. That might help them. All right. Sure. There we
0: go. <laughs> All right. All right. I, I don't know. Thank you. I Kathy know. speaks us. Yeah. We appreciate that. Uh, well, Marissa, as a, uh, as a token of thanks from your students, we are going to give you the Preston and Steve Coolest Teacher of the Year coffee mug
5: and it'll remain on my desk with pride. Oh, yeah, and the only dance teacher ever.
0: Yeah, we love it. All right, Marissa, keep doing great work. It's wonderful to talk to you, and congratulations.
4: Thank you so much. Marissa
0: Stone! She's a dancer and a dance teacher. At uh, Gloucester County Institute of Technology. And I want to thank all the students. We had, like, record numbers of voting. Wow. Uh, from GCIT. so That's that amazing. Really, really cool. We appreciate that. All right. Who's up next? Maple Shade High School in Maple Shade, New Jersey. We want to hear from you. Who was the coolest teacher of the past year? It's simple. Text word teacher. That's it. To 39333, and we're gonna send you a voting link, and you can tell us who you think it was, and hopefully we'll be talking to them tomorrow morning. You have until about 6 a.m. tomorrow to get that in. We'll take a break and be back in just a moment. Stay with us. What's Live UX.
6: Jam. I, can hear you, the I can see you when I close my eyes. Rival Sons. move through the world. Like shooting. The Who, featuring From Ashes to New
0: New music more of everything that rocks.
5: On 93.3 WMMR.
0: So you mentioned in news earlier this morning, Kathy, that uh, the governor is going to sign on for uh, people to be able to get cocktails to go from bars and restaurants in Pennsylvania.
2: Yeah, so Governor Wolf uh, said he is going to sign that bill and then uh, Governor Murphy in New Jersey uh, had signed it.
0: Okay. All right, so uh, and any idea when, when that's going to happen for Pennsylvania?
4: Like, we'll be able to do it this weekend, maybe?
2: Uh, I don't uh-huh. know. So so when, would, hold on, let me see if I can find I it.
4: I mean, that would make sense Memorial Day weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. To that's what I'm some thinking.
0: Yeah. So here's a question for you. And, uh, Casey, we, we were talking off air because uh, I was curious as to... Where are you going to go? What are you going to get? What have you been missing out on? What, what is that one drink that, that you absolutely have missed over the past couple of months? And then Casey pointed out there are some bars and restaurants that have a drink that is exclusive unto themselves. Yeah. That well, you can't get anywhere else. Well,
4: those are likely the ones that are being craved. Yeah. Right? I think so. A a I was that.
0: The ones that I want to get <clears throat> are, uh, and feel free to call and let us know, 215-263-WMMR. Um... A, a bar and restaurant in my area, I've mentioned it before, Butcher and Barkeep, they have the best old-fashioned I've ever tasted. And here's the thing about when the drinks are made just perfect in the way you like it. Even when you ask the bartender, and they tell you how you do it. Right,
4: you can't do it. You can't do it. You can't it. do yeah. it.
0: I've tried to do it. I can't do you it. You know what the extra ingredient so, is? What? Love. Love. <laughs> no, but they, they show me uh, how how they do it. Cody's the, the owner of the restaurant, and, and he he actually showed me they actually they infuse vanilla beans in the whiskey that they use and okay. the bourbon that they use. For You're not going to do that at all. So I, I, well, I tried. I bought vanilla beans it and stuck work. them in the bottle and let them sit there for a week it or stinks. so. Just, this is steak. <laughs> it did not It did not turn out the way that I wanted to. Try to make it, it old-fashioned. It stinks! <laughs> and I used, uh, I, I used the, the proper bitters and everything you needed. Still didn't turn out as good as it does at Butcher and Barkeep. So yeah. I'm going to get one of those. And then there's another restaurant in our area... Uh, it's a sushi restaurant uh, called Osaka, and I wish I knew the name of it. But I always order this drink. It's a whiskey drink with some honey and and lemon. And the bartender told me how to make it. I went home. I. Huh? Stinks.
8: It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it
0: It's I couldn't. I could not. It's very rep- frustrating. I could not replicate it to save my life, and it is so yummy. Right, so here's my where mouth is slightly watering right now, thinking about it.
4: <laughs> As we were talking earlier, uh, and Kathy, you'd mentioned this: uh, the, the restaurants that have been hurting, and and the, the the bars, they can they can make some profit on this because obviously it's something that they can sell that they make specifically that people want, and there's a little bit more of a profit margin, correct?
2: Yeah, so and, and just a, a little bit more about it. So we did talk about the sixty four fluid ounces that they're allowed to sell, but you are not permitted, obviously, to drink it on premises or while in while you're in your car. Um, and You can't ours- drink
4: all sixty four ounces, <laughs> but right? But none of the- you can't drink any of it, obviously where right? you're driving that's illegal.
2: Right, yeah. or, but I, I think mainly they're saying like you can't stay on premises and drink it. You, ha- you have right. it's takeout. You have to take it and leave, um, and then that they can't sell anything past eleven p.m.
10: Okay, okay.
3: Hey, um, I almost called you, Kathy Preston. Um, so <laughs> these drinks that you're you're talking about, are you coming even
10: close? Like what is it? What is Kinda. it? Is it more
3: of a mental thing than than it anything might be part else?
0: Part of it too, when you're in the environment, yeah. and, and and you get you know, I don't know, your surroundings can influence your taste a little bit, so that might be part of it That's, too.
4: That that is, I think though, if you have, I I know that there. You sometimes you know, so you can have your let's take for example, since I don't drink the Cheddar Bay biscuits that are that are made. They're, they're really good, and they're close. They're really close. Yeah, but right. they're
2: never exactly They're the never same.
4: exactly the yeah. same. Even if you get it from the box, you know, it,
3: it stinks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. It stinks. Tap you and Nick you you guys have had the Tully Nut right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So that was like kind of what I was. Is thinking Is that we haven't had sex in a long while? Is, yeah. Oh my God. Oh, I'm I got a, a of of nut. Tully Nut. <laughs> Jesus. I know I no, I, that's not what uh, I get. Oh, okay. But. No. There, right. There's a place yeah. right around. It's different <laughs> a, for
4: girls. Yeah. There's it's a much
2: different. It's
4: the it's the tund. T- <laughs> 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 no, there's a
3: bar right around the corner from Keenan uh, that has a drink called the Tully Nut, and it is a it's a highly alcoholic drink. Is it like a Long Island ice tea?
2: It's just like a bunch of alcohol thrown together. I don't think it's like the, the nicely made handcrafted drinks that Preston was talking about. No,
3: it is not. It is not. But oh, it's it so concentrated. It, no, it tastes great. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the other part of it. Is, it's, that, it's like, it,
4: is it meant to get you wrecked? Yeah, Steve,
3: what I'm trying to see here is that they load the cup up with ice so that, I mean, you're paying $5 for it, but you're basically only getting, like, I don't even know, like four ounces of of actual liquid because Uh, it is...
2: I mean, listen, yes, you are right. They do load it up with ice, and ice-cold ice, ice cold drink is good, but I don't think you need any more than whatever ounces they're
7: giving we're, you. Exactly. We're looking at exactly. a
3: picture
4: of the Tully Nut. I assume this is it, Casey? Yeah, that's exactly what it is.
3: But, it, you know, it looks like a bigger drink than it actually is. All right. Okay. And if,
7: if you were to have a Tully Nut outside of that place, Casey, it just it wouldn't be as good. You know, there's something about it being right. in that corner bar. and uh, Well, you don't even know what's in it. I mean, it's it's a secret recipe, is it not? Uh, yeah, and, and really, I don't care what's in it. I, you know, when I'm, when I'm going to that, and, and getting a Tully Nut, that's all I want to do. Am is I going to wake up on
3: a is. gurney? Then, yeah, give am me I going to wake one. up on the beach then with give some seaweed?
4: Casey, you were
0: telling me about another drink called the Mother.
3: Yeah, so I used to go to a bar called the Frontier Saloon um, back when I was a, a waiter. So when I got done waiting tables, I would go to the Frontier, and the bartender there used to work at a bar in Margate where they invented a drink called a Mother. Essentially, a Mother is exactly what a Long Island iced tea is, Steve. So you were right. talking about that earlier, which is just a whole bunch of different types of alcohol, maybe some sour mix or whatever, but it wasn't a Long Island iced tea. It was its its own drink unto itself, and it it had only existed in Margate for years and years and years, and I had never heard of it anywhere else, and she, I guess, got the quote-unquote secret recipe, and, okay. and started serving it at uh, Frontier Saloon. All right, Marissa?
11: I have one that I've been dying to have, and I've actually tried to make it at home, and I can't. It's uh, at this, uh, I, I want to call it a restaurant, but it's like a social club. It's called Polizzi Social Club, and I'm looking at your faces because you guys are going to laugh me. You need, like, a card, and you knock on the door, and it's in the middle of South Philly, and they only, like, It's let like you an in. Italian social club. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but they make an Aperol spritz that is the best Aperol spritz I've ever had in my life. I've
0: never even heard of an Aperol spritz, (laughs) much less the best Aperol spritz.
11: The hell is it? So Aperol is this uh, red liqueur that you add to like champagne or vodka. Um, An Aperol spritz is champagne, Aperol, and a little bit of seltzer. Okay. But what I found out that Polizzi does is they use... Grapefruit, Baby's blood. <laughs> you know. I have to kill you now. No, it's grapefruit bitters. All right. And then they put basil in it. So, quick question. Do oh, right,
4: we know if these will be um, sold curbside? Uh, and uh, are you going to avail yourself?
11: I assume they will be. They have been doing takeout. All right. And I think, um, I hope that they will be because they are so
4: Good. Okay. You know right. what I love about well, that's, that's what we're talking about. I don't
11: know a
2: champagne drink isn't gonna. Uh, I don't think that's gonna travel well.
11: Well, do you, can't you just drink it right there on the way home? No, I just said <laughs> that. You're walking. Oh, okay. No,
2: can be walking
0: yeah. and drinking. No, Kathy, you, you can You think the carbonation will kind of fizzle out by the time um, you get home?
11: Yeah,
2: usually mm. those like those drinks are good like poured right in the glass. Drink there. You know, right now, even if you like when places make pictures of them, it, you know, it kind of fizzles out. You know what
4: might help, though, Kathy? Take a bump of uh, Coke before it. it. No, that's demo. not <laughs> going to help. Bow. At all.
8: <laughs>
11: well, and Kathy, because like the reason this drink is so great is because it's aromatic. So like as you're sipping it, you get the basil right there in your nose.
6: Oh, my God. It's tickling my nose.
7: Yeah. <laughs> Nick? Uh, what do you guys feel about um, Bloody Mary's? And how many can you have? When Nick, you have it's
3: one? literally the last thing, last alcoholic drink I ever drank in my entire life.
7: So for you, there's actually some uh, mental significance attached to it, of course. Yeah, I hate that that's my last
3: drink I ever drank <laughs> in my
7: life. Um, you wish it
2: was something better. Yeah, <laughs> Bloody Marys.
7: Bloody, Mary. Bloody Marys are like tuna
0: melts for me because you got to get it. Right. Okay. They, they can be really bad.
8: They so, can. And, 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 uh, and some
0: and, people, some people like to load it up with so much spice and hot sauce that it just destroys it. Yeah, and I can't stand that. I'd rather have one that's kind of in the middle of the road as far as the spiciness goes. But I love, love, love
7: a good Bloody so Mary. So Nick,
4: and, if, if you were going to get a, a your perfect Bloody Mary, where would you go?
7: Well, sometimes Preston's right. Sometimes they'll try to uh, cram an entire vegetable garden into right. a Bloody Mary too. They'll, they'll add every accoutrement that there is. Uh, but there's a place called the Starboard. It's in uh, Dewey Beach, and oh yeah, uh, they're known for their for the Bloody Marys. And Steve, it's like they a have a Bloody Mary ridiculous. bar, right? Well, I'm sorry.
2: It's a, like a Bloody Mary bar.
7: It's a Bloody Mary bar, and it's a beach bar. So, you go, if you're gonna go to Dewey, you should go to the starboard. And Steve, you would actually like it just because of the vibe there. Like, it's just it's a real. It's kind of like a Kenan's vibe, and um, and they're known for their Bloody Marys. You don't want the one that's over the top. You don't want the one that's ridiculously spicy. I'm, I'm more of a basic Bloody Mary kind of a guy. Right, right. But if I were to go get a Bloody Mary tomorrow, and I could go to Dewey to get it, I would go to the starboard. <laughs> okay, okay. Well,
4: that's here's place- an
2: endorsement. I walked by that place, and I I think it was a Sunday morning, and I was on my way to breakfast, and it was packed. And they had like a do-it-yourself Bloody Mary bar. I don't know if that's like a Sunday thing or whatever, but people were – they would go get their alcohol in the cup with ice and then come over and kind of put the fixings in themselves. But, I mean, when I tell you – like Kenan's jam-packed on just a random Sunday in the summer. Wow. Okay. All
8: right.
0: Let me uh, let me go to some calls here. People want to chime in with the drink they're going to get. Uh, I'm going to go to Caitlin. Hi, Caitlin. Good morning.
5: Hi, good morning.
0: Hey, Caitlin. All right, so what you going to get?
5: Uh, so there's a place in Fishtown called Interstate Draft House. Okay. And they have uh, what they call a Fishtown Tea.
0: Fishtown Tea. All right, do tell.
5: And it's in, you know, like the old school Arctic Splash, like um, iced tea with lemon boxes. Like you used to get in like middle school. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure yeah. 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 So they fill that container up with like a pint of liquor and a little bit of that ice tea. Too <laughs> <Maybe. laughs> die for.
8: You can so d-
4: you're looking forward to oh, that, look huh? At this. Oh yeah, oh we're
0: looking. God. That's cute. All right, but but it's a uh, it's tasty or is it just a uh, knock you on your ass drink?
5: So I hate like Long Island, like despise them. But I drank on my birthday. Four of them, <laughs> and I've managed to pass out in the road and still make it home. So oh, okay. how you weren't dead? Th- those it. four of them? Oh yeah, they, they are so strong. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
0: Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Caitlin. Uh, yeah, I like. Uh, I, I've gotten to where I'm. I'm so glad that cro- craft cocktails the past few years have have had their moment in the sun mm-hmm. because. It it used to be kind of shunned upon if you got these overly mixed concoctions. It was, you know, it was considered kind of frou-frou and not true right, to the right, liquor right. and all that. But now I love them. Anytime I go to a restaurant and we're going to have dinner and, and booze is, is the order of the evening or part of it. You check the cocktail menu? I will take a, a, a nice long peruse of the mm-hmm. cocktail menu because there's so many good ones out there. Uh, I will go next to Mo. Hey, Mo.
12: Hey, how we doing, Casey? Good. I'm from Havertown. Yeah. Right? So you know where the crossbar is? The what? The crossbar? No. The crossbar?
3: No. Where's that?
12: Yeah, uh, it's right on Darby Road.
3: Uh see, I'm not really a Darbarian.
12: Uh... Right? Well, I'm not a Havertownian either, but, <laughs> but... <laughs> I, I moved here. I bought a six-bedroom house. Anyways, so they make a Bloody Mary. <laughs> Remember elementary <It's> school? Awesome. <laughs> now go ahead. They put olives in it, and they put celery in it, and they, they put pepper in it. And I'll tell you what, I, I drank uh, four of them one night, and I fell on the way home and just both of my knees. Yo. <laughs> <But, laughs> so,
3: no, you didn't fall right. Unless you skin your forehead, you know, you haven't, well, you no, haven't I, really no, I, fallen. I,
12: no, I did skin my forehead, yes! too. No, fortunately,
3: <laughs> the baby buffered him. Yeah. But no. no, you called about a mother in, in Margate, and now you're talking oh, about yeah, Bloody yeah. Marys. Oh, yeah.
12: Okay, so, no, uh, Margate, uh, like, we we rented a house. It was called the Tilton Hilton. How many was, bedrooms? Was it was, uh, there was, a uh, Stop. There was it's three, okay. No, there was three bedrooms, right? Okay. But you had to go through the front door and you would walk through the bedrooms to get to the back kitchen. See, it I usually crazy.
3: walk through the window. <laughs> okay, but okay, shut okay. up. Okay. Mo, back <laughs> to the point, okay. please.
12: So, all right, so we, we I, like, I hung out with ten guys. And we all bought these t-shirts. And they were like, uh, they were actually ahead of their time. They were made out of the underarm material, and they were black, and they had white sleeves, and it said, get mothers at Moylands," right? And we went to this place called Dooms Till Dawn, all 10 of us, and we all had our T-shirts on, right? And some guy comes up to me and goes, uh, yo, uh, you guys are a softball team or something? I (laughs) said, no, man, we ain't no softball team. Get the hell out of here. Oh, Yo, I used to We're a shop. gay club. Yeah, yeah. Yo, this, this bar, Dunes till Dawn, had seven uh, stages in it, man. Oh wow! And,
8: and,
12: yo, you know what my first concert was? My, <laughs> we don't care. No, oh, yes, I do. Yeah. I want to was, know. It was, you know. it was Queen down at the Erlanger Cafe. I was 16 years old, man. I'm a rocking mother humper. Yeah. And, uh, I, love yo, I love it. No, I love this guy. I saw a Queen before I knew uh, Freddie Murphy was a uh, Freddie Murphy, <laughs> Eddie Murphy, <laughs> Freddie Murphy. I said Freddie, Freddie Mercury, uh, 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 Freddie Mercury. Whatever. Yeah. I saw I saw the Who at the Spectrum in 1974, the last time Keith Moon played in Philadelphia. Wow. wow. So, so your your
4: cocktail creds is, uh, is solid. Yeah. How's your mom doing?
12: Uh, my mom's passed away. Yeah, thanks oh, yeah. for bringing it up, Preston. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Nice job, yes, <laughs> you No, know, that's all right. You know, I, I, I understand it. Because Joey all right? Yeah, she had type 1 diabetes. I got type 2. But, oh, you know, okay. I work out. Nice. I, was a, I was at Union sprinkle Fitter <laughs> in the city of Philadelphia, okay. local 692. Boom. I, I, I worked in every high rise in the city of Philadelphia. I actually worked in your studios. No I kidding. I Bon uh, bon Jovi, <laughs> bon, oh, okay. hey bon Jovi, Okay, Okay. He drove up he... in a Porsche 911. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, red, right? And I, I shook his hand. He goes, "Hey, Mo, you want to come in and sing with me?" I says, "Nah, I got to work. I got to raise my family." I got yeah. you, Mo. Uh
0: Mo. Well, you're a good man, Mo. I, I I'm curious if you remember why you originally called
4: in. Mo,
12: yes, yeah. uh, <laughs> yes. I'll tell you why. Uh, my dad's nickname was Mo, right? And, no, dude, no, my no. First... no, Let him. Go. He asked, "What was the original uh, reason?" I'm not why Mo. Mo, no, oh. yeah. no, no, M O E. Oh, 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 a homo. No, I'm
0: totally straight. <laughs> well, anyway. that's wonderful, Mo. We're all so excited <laughs> yeah. to hear that. Um, <laughs> yeah,
12: exactly. But d- I'm not do
0: you part. remember why you called us in the first place this morning?
12: Yeah, about the uh, about the uh, drinks. Yeah, while at Moreland. Yeah, yeah. you're going to tell us about that. Okay, so we this house at uh, in the main street in Morgate, right? And it was yeah. called the Dilton Hilton, right? And the thing actually leaned to the left, the whole building, right? So there was ten of us, and we were a bunch of uh, you guys weren't. Uh, Happen to football. wearing
0: black shirts with white
3: sleeves on, were you? Yes, we were. Oh
12: my God! <laughs> wait, what is wait, we heard
3: about these guys. They thought. Yeah. Wait, we used the- to think you were a softball team.
12: No, no. So my mother, I used to come home on the weekend or after the weekend, and my mom would say, "Oh, I see you got another neon
7: can." God rest her soul.
12: <laughs> yeah, well, because we didn't, we never went to the beach. We <laughs> always were in the bar. Hey, Mo, what sure. do you
0: do? What do you do for a living? I'm retired now. Oh, I'm you doing do? Okay. What? Fair. You're what? A sprinkler fair? That's right. You were in a union, right?
12: Yes, I, I actually got a pension from 420, the steam fitters of Philadelphia, and. Local seventy four, the uh, steam fitters out of Delaware, and I got one from local six ninety two, and I just sit around and get checks all day, and I drive a fifty seven Nomad. Who's yelling in the background there? That's my wife. What's she saying to you? <laughs> She's saying like, be quiet, dude. You don't know, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> and, you know, I would love to talk to people, right? And I get right. on the phone. I'll talk to people all day long. I'm so shocked anyway. at that. Hey, yeah. Mo, thanks for the call, yeah. man. Yo, Preston, yeah. uh, I've seen you at the Camp Out for Hunger every year. Oh,
8: every year? Thank you. Nice.
12: Every nice. year. Yo, for the last 17 years. Wow. Yep, and but, I ride my Harley down there.
0: Well, thanks, right. man. We appreciate it. You know what? I can, I hear a little bit of Jackie Bam Bam in his voice. You I guys hear that? Little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. know yeah. Jackie Bam Bam?
12: Yes, I know Jackie Bam Bam. You know, I listen to you guys all day long, man. Awesome. Uh, if, I, if I don't listen to you, I put on... Uh, um, it's um, okay, Mo.
6: You
0: don't need that. It's okay. Man.
12: All right, thanks, no, bud. No, I put in Pandora. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: hey, had to get it in. Hey, Mo.
12: Mo. Yo, I haven't missed a Rolling Stone. Hey, Mo. <laughs>
0: There's nothing I can do here. No. Uh Mo. We, we <laughs> yep. We have you to leave. Go,
12: I know. Okay. <laughs> yo, yo, listen. Play a uh, here. I'll tell you what. All right. Play, a, play a Rolling Stone song.
0: Okay, Mo. Thanks uh, a bunch.
12: Tell me your favorite Rolling Stones
0: song. I'm not going to do I, that.
12: I love you. Bye gonna, bye, Mo. Mo, I'm going to play I'm my favorite gonna, Rolling Stones song next for you. Oh my
0: uh, God, it's impossible to get he, off the phone with him. Dude, I love him. And his him.
2: wife's yelling at him in the background.
0: All right, but oh, he just hung up. Oh God, there go. he did it. Oh, I did not did hang himself. up on him. He Perfect. finally let it go. Dear Lord, and we never found out about the drink either. Never, not never. one thing. What was he going to talk about? He, he, he
3: wanted to he... confirm that he did drink a, a, a drink called a mother. That originated in Margate. Okay. But he had to tell us about his T-shirts and... And uh, being a steam fitter and... The Tilton uh, Hilton.
0: Uh, the Tilton Hilton, which actually leaned to the left. Yeah. For those who bit. didn't know that a little bit. All oh right. My God, back on great. track. I'm going to a farmer, a former bartender, not a farmer. <laughs> uh, Whitney. Hi, Whitney. Good morning. Hi. Hi, Whitney. You, How you doing? You
5: guys rock. Thank, <laughs> thank
0: you. We appreciate it. All right. So you wanted to share why... We might get cocktails that taste very specific to certain places.
5: Yeah, so
13: the the difference is uh, the reason why you can't get it to, to taste the same at home, no matter what you try um, following exactly the bartender's recommendations, it's very simple. You don't have the same tools that they have. Um, from the mixer, like the cups, the mixer cups, to the pour spouts that they use in their bottles, even down to the ice, the difference in the ice cubes that they use at a restaurant the way that they melt into the drinks when they shake them completely changes the the taste of the drink. I believe it, um, and so that's why it's so important. That's also why when you go to a, a place that makes those specialty drinks, they'll actually change up to like the huge cubes for a whiskey drink. Yep. And then you, I didn't regular- realize that.
4: that, but that makes sense, right? Yep. For how quickly the drink will become diluted.
9: Yeah. So ah, it's very okay. Important. Huh.
4: That's, yeah, that's so,
0: I, so I have those large ice molds at home, Whitney, for, for when I want to drink, uh, you know, bourbon, a really nice bourbon, so that it doesn't overly dilute it but still keeps it cold and adds a little bit of water to it, you know?
8: Mm-hmm.
13: Yeah, so those are great for, for like, bourbon or whiskey or, or scotch, if you're scotch on the rocks kind of guy, because um, it, it won't dilute it too much, but it really depends on every drink, every mixed drink, Um it from from drink to drink, uh, what kind of a a you know ratio the drink itself was going for. Yeah. and if you're trying to duplicate the flavor that comes out of a specific restaurant's drink, it's it's, it's their ice really. It always comes down to it.
0: Do you have a uh, do you have a favorite uh, cocktail that you used to whip up?
13: Uh, my specialty was always Long Island, and I used to play with the flavors too. So if somebody didn't want to play in Long Island, I always. Would uh, switch up the flavors for them a little bit, too, um, especially with the season. Could do a watermelon, a peach, a blue raspberry, whatever flavor they're right. for. All
4: right, best cocktail you've ever – if you were going to – now, with this uh, with this new um, uh, rule Im- implemented, where would you go for your favorite cocktail?
13: Uh, oh, see, I'm a I'm a local girl. I like to just sit at a bar with, uh, with the locals, with the people that I know to
5: chat. Right. Um, but you so, can't do that now. So, yeah, is there,
4: yeah, is there one cocktail that you place above any of the others, and a particular establishment that serves it?
13: Um, I just have to, you know, I'd have to support the places that have always supported me. So I would right. probably head out to Old State Media and and just have oh, them whip wow. me up something then. Head on out.
3: <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So nothing, nothing really. Yep, nothing all right. really. All right. Thank you, Whitney. Appreciate it. Steve, is there a, um, a non-alcoholic that you like more than any other? Like a, a I like, like all a... the
4: alcoholics. <laughs>
3: no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Like a, do you like a
4: strawberry daiquiri or pina colada or? Uh, I do like uh, I do like a um, uh, a strawberry daiquiri. I do like the daiquiris. I have I, had a virgin daiquiri that I think uh, or a banana daiquiri. Virgin. Ooh. Yeah. I know, but they're like a thousand calories, aren't they? Uh, I mean, it's like, it's like drinking a milkshake. But they're good. Yeah, they are. Uh, the virgin versions of most of these things are pretty good. What about you, Casey? As a
0: former mm. drinker, as, as, a former as now drinker. who
4: is someone who is sober, do you order mocktails? Do I you? don't.
3: Yeah, No, and I, so I don't I don't drink non-alcoholic beer. I don't do mocktails. I don't ever want to uh, sort I mean, of. I don't want to put myself in in a position where I mourn right. the loss right. of, of alcohol because so. I mean
0: mocktails have nothing to do
3: with booze I mean they just they're just flavored drinks no slurpy i mean listen <clears throat> I, I I don't ever allow myself to have a second thought about alcohol. you can't okay. really control the first thought, right you know the thing pops into your head so like but sometimes I mean if I were to say if I missed. Something like I, I miss a margarita sometimes and then but I don't ever let it get past that first thought because then so, then I might start to obsess and I don't want to do that. Right. So you wouldn't have a uh, a margarita minus it. No. OK. No, I wouldn't. OK. I gotcha. But I'll have
4: a lemonade.
9: Man, margaritas. Margaritas.
4: That's your that's your go to for
0: lately. It has been Um when I go to a restaurant, I usually I will sometimes order margaritas. I like mine very, very sweet. Some of them can come out a a tad bit too um, uh, acidic and citrusy and... and, uh so sometimes I won't order those cause I'll get one it's so disappointing. When you get your mouth ready
7: and you order a <laughs> drink and you
0: sip on it and you go, oh man, this is not what I wanted. Stinks. <laughs> Stinks. I hate it. Stinks. Stinks.
7: Coyote Stinks. Crossing in, uh, in Conchac and Preston. They got great uh, margaritas. I've had them. They're is great. Copa
3: Banana still there by any chance?
7: What is it? Copa Banana on South Street? I
0: believe
3: so. Those Last were... I was
0: down there. Yeah, they would serve those in, uh, in martini shakers. Yeah,
3: they would give you the entire shaker. And... Yep. Those are damn Dude, good. You just water water made a mess in my <laughs> mouth.
7: Mm-hmm. I'm still a little confused about the, the change in the law because I drove past the place called Christopher's and Wayne on uh, maybe on Monday night or Tuesday night and um, it uh, they were advertising out front that they were selling margaritas so I th- this it's I know you explain it Cass.
2: it's probably the mix. You just to,
7: the you, but it was like sixty bucks for like a bunch of different mixed drinks. That doesn't
4: sound like just the mix. Yeah,
7: I, I, and and so it was like a cocktail menu that they had out front. So maybe they were doing it illegally, or maybe, yeah. I mean,
2: look, all I think a lot of businesses have been operating illegally. It's just whether or not they get shut back down, or cited, or fined. So they they could have been. Who knows? Well, now
4: all bets are off, right? Uh,
2: well, not yet. And I, and I searched this whole time to try to find a date. It just says that he plans on signing the yeah, bill. It get doesn't it done. Say when.
4: Get it done. Come on. Uh,
0: let me go to Duncan. Hey, Duncan, good morning.
12: Hey, good morning, guys. How are you?
0: Good, man. All right, so what do you want to order, if you can?
12: All right, so there's a bar up here on Germantown Ave uh, in Mount Airy called Um And the drink I get is a James Brown shot, or you can have that as a mixed drink, too. So it's Patron Espresso with um, Jameson whiskey and a splash of Bailey's. Ooh, okay. So it, makes, makes
6: <laughs> it makes you feel good.
4: It makes you feel just like James Brown. Right, exactly. It was a
0: Patron Espresso? Yep. <clears throat> huh. Never so heard of it that. It coffee You're... flavored
12: espresso. Okay. Yeah.
4: Your interest has peaked.
12: Interesting. Yeah. Now, another one, real quick, on a side note, is the Hilltown over in Manioc. Um, we've been pouring since that peanut butter whiskey came out. We were like, what What can we do with this? So we actually, my friend told me to do it with um, cranberry juice. Okay. So if you do, like, a shot of peanut butter whiskey, a shot of whis- a regular whiskey to spice it a little bit, and then rest cranberry juice is like a peanut butter and jelly drink.
4: All right. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Duncan. Appreciate yeah. it. Have you ever just blindly gone into like the uh, Tom Collins or the, uh, the the mixology? Is that the Tom Collins mixology guide? Is that the uh, my dad standard?
3: To, my dad used to be a bartender and he had a book back at our right. at, at house
4: growing up and I would go through that. And, well, yeah, uh, whatever that standard is, there, yeah. there's all sorts of bizarre recipes.
7: Mm-hmm. They, Preston, yeah. what do they ring the bell for at um, the Tiki Bar? Uh, hurricanes. Hurricanes, yeah, yep. they, they sell those at uh, Pat O'Brien's, and but they're different in Pat O'Brien's in uh, in New Orleans.
0: Yeah, um, I, that's a rum drink. I don't know much about
7: uh, about hurricanes, but they're yummy. They're they're really good for you. They won't impair you at all. No, not at all.
0: Not in the slightest <laughs> bit. Uh, let me go to Lou. Who, hey, Lou.
14: Who's <laughs> Yes,
0: and there it is. Lou. Lou's what's up, bud?
8: What's
14: up, guys? How you doing? Good. Hey, listen. I was—I just bought a house down on on Eighth in uh, New Jersey. Been looking forward to seeing you guys down at Canes this year. <laughs> and uh, the Orange Crush at Flip Flops. If you go to Flip right across the street, the Orange Crush is Orange 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 uh, from Stoley.
0: Oh simple yeah, sec. Stoli Orange. Yep.
14: Right? simple yep. sec. Um. You put uh, some club soda and, uh, and uh, a shot of Sprite, and they got these Valencia fresh oranges in a machine that crushes it. Ooh! Uh, amazing! They are just to it, die for.
4: Lou, is that your uh, drink of choice? That. Would you, would you take a trip? Oh, to, yeah. Would you take a trip to go get those? I'm-
14: Oh, for sure. Well, I'm going down this weekend because I just
4: bought the house, so we're going to be painting and stuff. All right. All right. Don't paint while you're drunk.
3: Yeah, this whole crush thing has started since I stopped drinking. You have orange crush. I think there's like a purple crush and everything. Hey, Lou, are you going to be down there on Friday morning or are you going down uh, after work on Friday?
14: No, I'm going down tomorrow night. No, Thursday night I'll be down
3: there. Yeah, Yeah, that's tomorrow night.
14: Yeah, it yeah. is. All right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Tomorrow night. All right. Have
0: Ooh. a good time, man. Tonight. Enjoy. Have an orange crush. Man. All
14: right. Hey, shout out to the East Ocean guys. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Another sure drink are the three oh twos at uh Baraka's Cafe, or what's at Henry's outside. Okay. Uh in Sea Isle. What's right? a three oh twos? Uh it is two shots of one fifty two, or I don't know what is the one fifty um, one. One fifty
4: one. <laughs> yeah. Three hundred two.
7: One fifty two. It's one of one fifty two and one of one fifty. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
4: It's three hundred two. It's it's two shots at nine hundred and eleven. <laughs> it's, it's so it's two shots of that. What else?
2: <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? I'm not really sure. They have they have different flavors, but you know, like one of those slushy drinks that you can suck okay. down, but you got to be careful.
3: Okay. Nice.
0: Uh, Benny's been on hold for a while with a uh, an old fashioned recipe for me. Do I have time to go to him or? do we need to wrap it up? We do. Well, hang on.
3: Let me Benny, see. You can
0: email me, please. press at WMMR.com. I appreciate you being on hold. But uh, we, we got to take a break, apparently. Yeah. So we're going to do that very thing. But listen, uh, yeah, maybe by this weekend the governor is supposed to sign this, um, this declaration, whatever it is, into uh, uh, the availability of cocktails to walk up and order them to go. And 64 ounces is apparently what you can get, I think. It's, so. That's a lot. I would imagine it depends uh, yeah. per establishment what they're willing to whip up for you. So anyhow, enjoy. We're going to take a break and be back in a second. Some Bizarre File stories are coming up when we return. Preston and
15: Steve on
13: 93.3 WMMR.
0: Kath, Thursday. We got ten seconds. I'm sorry. Just let you And know, that's
10: your traffic. We'll
0: come back to you in a moment. Here we go. On hey, day.
10: Preston Sleeve. Let's talk to <laughs> the entire crew over there today at the radio station. Here's the question: What do you miss most about being able to go to a bar or restaurant? Mm. A recent survey of about well, thousands and thousands of Americans found a, there are certain reasons why you want to go back. It's not just about the food. Preston, let's start with you. What? Why would you want to go back?
0: So we don't have to do the dishes at home.
10: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. got to be one of them, yeah. Uh,
0: that mainly. But, uh, you know what, listen, I I, I love, uh, we, we like to cook in my house, so, we, we you Ooh. know, we're not afraid of the kitchen. We spend quite a bit of time in there. Uh, but just getting some really well-crafted food, that's that's <laughs> yeah. it, you know. I mean, just uh, so yummy at some places. So that's the main reason. Well,
4: for me I I've, I've, I've been actually doing a ton of takeout my wife and I because we yeah. we have our places and we su- wanted to support the businesses and we will go and purchase takeout and then you know tip as if we're having a meal in there because so many of them are hurting but the the, the quality of the food obviously but yeah. you also go for the atmosphere like a lot of places we go to just because it's kind of a uh, kind of a zen sort of rest and and you can decompress. And uh, there's that's the difference between takeout and going to a place where, you know, perhaps the owner or the, the, the wait staff and they they help enhance the meal. And that's part of the process. I, I, that's what I miss. Plus, with takeout, too, you know what? Sometimes when
0: they when the food comes in containers, it can kind of steam certain things. Yeah. longer. Yeah. yeah.
8: And you're not going to yeah. get the, the
0: right out of the uh, right out of the kitchen uh, freshness. that really
10: makes a big difference. OK, we normally do Nick last, but let's put him in now and get okay. it over with.
7: Well, I mean, yeah, I'm the same way as Steve because I like uh, – there, there's a place – I mentioned it earlier today. There's a place called Christopher's in Wayne, and they just – they're oh, yeah. awesome people. I love that restaurant. The food is great, but I really go because of the ambiance, because of the people that work there, the bartenders, the servers, and I just – I feel like it's it's like a cheers. You know, you feel like a home when you're walking in, so
4: – Nobody knows your name. No, no, everybody knows your name. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a cool I mean, thing. Yeah.
7: Everybody knows your name, and, and you just feel like um, it, it'll be a sense of normalcy in whatever level that is when we return to it. Yeah, we have a live camera at Christopher's this morning uh, doing
10: reports. I heard. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kath?
2: I think we just talked about this, but like the handcrafted cocktails, like different drinks. I'm, I'm sick of making the same old drink here at my house, so I need to get to a restaurant where I can have a nice, good drink.
4: She's making a lot of toilet uh, wine. It's just not working out like they do God. in prison. Yeah,
10: Yeah, toilet wine. <laughs> mm. uh, golden, yeah. Here, Here is um, uh, Casey Boy. Yes, Uh-oh. Casey.
3: Yeah, I think I miss not knowing whose hair I'm eating in the food. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
8: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you
4: want to see. Yeah. Who's, you can sort of I'm mash like, the hair with the person. I know whose hair this is right, right now. Yeah, like,
3: yeah. I, I know. All right, Some my wife my is house. cooking. Yeah. Do <laughs> I continue eating? Yeah.
5: <laughs> what about you There's guys? that part.
3: <laughs>
10: what about you guys, Preston said? I think Mike's gone. Oh. Mike? No, I'm. We're back. Uh, oh. <laughs> I just. There are just certain kinds of food, like sushi. See, yes. I haven't been. I haven't been getting sushi uh, delivered or anything like that. So Neither have like we. To go to like, Tuna Bar to, over here in Old City and eat a great fresh mm-hmm. sushi dinner.
0: Yeah. We're the, we're the same way. My wife and I love to get sushi. We try to go maybe once uh, a week, and and you got it's got to be made fresh right in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. and, and right reheated app, never so. tastes good. No, <laughs> right, exactly. No, but we like to sit at the sushi at the bar, not yeah. at a table, and watch them prepare Watching. it. It's really cool. That whole atmosphere of getting that done is pretty awesome too. Alex.
11: And Preston, I'd have to agree with you about the dishes. Like, I don't mind the cooking. I think that's fun. But it's the cleanup after that I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Or just don't clean them up. <laughs> so to just, just walk in. Yeah. That's just, true. Just leave it. Yeah, just leave it. <laughs> <laughs> but just to walk in and sit back.
4: Yeah. That's, it's a cool thing. Let someone else worry about it. But it's uh, that's that's part of the... That's the joy. That's the whole ambiance yeah. of the restaurant
10: yeah. that makes it fun. Yeah. We'll
4: get back hey. to that.
10: Uh, we'll see you next week, guys.
4: Yep. All right. Take care, guys.
0: We'll see you later. Bye-bye. All right. So... I, I love when we have those non-awkward... like awkward I, I, right think, there. Uh, I think Mike had a stroke, just like yeah, Ryan Seacrest yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, for a moment. there. Yeah. I think uh, one, we couldn't see it, but I think an eye was bulging just from hearing him talk. <laughs> it just seemed weird. It's it possible. just seemed
4: weird. It was a little weird. Yeah.
0: All right, Kathy, did we need to finish up traffic? I know you want to hit the sponsor probably, right?
2: Uh, yes, I do need to hit the sponsor, uh, which is Lowe's. Uh, no. Shop Lowe's Appliance <laughs> Savings Event and get up to 40% off select appliances valid through 6-3 U.S. only. And that Traffic on 93.3 WMMR.
0: All right, and now we can
1: do the bizarre file. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre. bizarre file. Bizarre. All
0: right, let's see where we're gonna go. Well, we've been talking about booze. Let's talk about a drunk guy. All right, he claimed this very drunk man claimed that he was shot in the buttocks, but there was no injury to his buttocks that were found. Well, that tends to ruin a story. It was in Poughkeepsie around uh, 2.30 a.m. on Sunday. I thought I was shot in the butt. 911 received a call reporting a person shot. The caller reported the shooting happened just after 2. Responding officers found a highly intoxicated 35-year-old Bronx man who told people that he was walking when suddenly he realized he was shot in the butt, fell, and struck his head. little bastard shot me in the (laughs) head. The victim was transported to a hospital where he was treated for his injuries, and after x-rays, it was determined... No bullet was inside the victim's buttocks. Medical personnel were unable to say if the victim was shot or if he suffered some other type of injury to his butt. An examination of the victim's pants found there was no hole to indicate a bullet had passed through the victim's pants. When asked about the apparent inconsistency, the victim said, I didn't pull a gun. Oh, okay. And then became uncooperative. Thank Uh, you, sir. Witnesses in the area were also
4: in the Tilted Hilton.
0: Uh, Witnesses in the area were also intoxicated and uh, could not provide information to assist the investigation. So uh, the incident remains under. Yes, sir. Bit me directly in the butt. Investigation. Officers arrested a 36-year-old man who was allegedly firing a gun as he drove a pickup truck through San Francisco's Pacific Heights neighborhood on Saturday. Around 10.30 p.m., officers learned someone was driving recklessly, doing donuts, and firing a gun. Whee! Guess what I get to do. At the scene, officers found spent shell casings but did not receive any reports of injuries or damage from the shots. Well, I hate to say it, but that's really how you do a drive-by. Officers were eventually able to locate a pickup truck and driving uh, the driver matching the description of the suspect and his vehicle in the first block of Grandview Terrace. Officers were able to safely arrest the driver on suspicion of negligent discharge of a firearm carrying a concealed weapon. Uh, it was a guy named Tyler Groh of San Francisco, and uh, he remains in custody.
4: going to go out for a drive and shoot my gun. Gatorland in Orlando. Oh, boy, here's the next, next uh, Netflix special.
0: Has found a unique way to make sure that guests practice social distancing when the park reopens amid the coronavirus pandemic. The park officials say that the, quote, Social distancing skunk ape is the cousin of the elusive Bigfoot and knows all about keeping away from others. The social distancing skunk ape has already appeared in Gatorland's YouTube show called Gatorland Vlogs and its Facebook show, which is School of Croc. Huh? Gatorland says the character will be featured in park videos that encourage guests to stay six feet apart and to wash and sanitize their
4: hands. Do you remember the movie uh, The Legend of Boggy Creek? It sounds familiar. That was supposed to
0: be a skunk ape. Yeah, oh, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah, one of those mythical skunk apes. Officials say the social distancing skunk ape will also randomly appear in the park to meet and greet guests when they reopen. A Sydney, Australia man will face court after allegedly breaking into Australia's oldest museum and taking pictures, taking selfies with the dinosaur exhibit. I was thinking of this, That that's oh. really night at
4: the museum. Yeah, having the, man, the museum to yourself.
0: Uh, The man broke into the Heritage-listed Australian Museum in Sydney, CBD, just after 1 a.m. on Sunday and was captured on cameras wandering around the exhibits for around 40 minutes. He was able to get up close and personal with the exhibits thanks to the lack of security guards and queuing patrons. Uh, Footage shows him casually strolling past a T-Rex skeleton and posing for photos with his head inside the mouth of a dinosaur skull. He allegedly stole a piece of artwork And a staff member's cowboy hat off a coat rack. Oh, man. Which he donned while leaving the premises. Tex is going to be upset. A man turned himself in to a police station that afternoon and he was arrested. Uh, In Florida, a man was caught on camera jumping into the Bass Pro Shops fish tank.
4: (laughs) (laughs) There's one at Cabela's, isn't there? Oh, there's a couple of big ones. Really big, yeah. And and you you do kind of get the urge.
0: Uh, The man is seen walking up the stairs and then diving into the fish tank. Uh, It's unclear who the swimmer is. Witnesses said the incident happened this past Sunday. The video of the incident was posted on Facebook. A statement from Bass Pro Shops reads in part, this incident is illegal, dangerous, I can
6: jump off the high dive,
0: <laughs> and highly discouraged. Uh, we work law enforcement to investigate all individuals who personally attempt or are involved in such activity. The bass must have been traumatized. I uh, would think so. And then finally, we'll end with this. Chinese media reports a woman identified only by her surname Zhao was left devastated after being dumped by her boyfriend of over a year. And to get back at him for cheating on her, she sent him one ton of red onions, which arrived on Saturday.
4: (laughs) Also, him.
0: Her intent was yeah. to make him cry, quote, as much as I did. Because of the onions. Yeah, of course. She was reportedly furious when her ex did not shed any tears after receiving the onions. Son of a bitch. Social media footage shows a truck making the delivery of onions, which he piled in front of the man's front door. She did. Uh, the ex later told a website that he broke up with Zhao due to her, quote, "Quote over the top behaviors," uh, you think? Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. she's not reinforcing that. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Don't forget the secret text word chance for you to win Sly Fox Alex. Uh, I'm sorry, Sly Fox's Alex's lemonade wheat ale. Uh, just text the word secret to three nine three three three, and let's see if you end up winning a little bit later on. By the way, while you're in the texting mood, if you go to Maple Shade High School. Text word teacher to 39333. We'll send you a link, and you can let us know who the coolest teacher of the past year has been. We'll be back in just a
6: moment. Don't go far. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them, too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly
12: skip the trip to the store and get your groceries delivered with acme get everything you need milk fresh produce bottled water and more delivered right to your door it's fast and super easy order online at shop.acmemarkets.com and get free delivery with your first online order carefully picked conveniently delivered with acme your favorite
9: local supermarket and the official supermarket of mmr's preston and steve show
7: If you're
12: looking to celebrate someone, simply say I love you or honor mom. Steven Singer has safe and free shipping in time for Mother's Day. I hate IHateStevenSinger.com
6: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Later on, we're going to have uh, sports writer Todd Zalecki on with us. He's got a book called Doc, The Life of Roy Halladay, which is out now. So we'll get some information about that uh, coming up around 9 o'clock. In the meantime, uh, Kathy sent me this article, which has some interesting statistics about the average Americans and excuses that they make to validate decisions. And there are quite, after doing this, Uh, Particular study, they found that we as Americans, on average, will make 2,190 excuses to validate your decision per year. Uh, What's that number again? 2,190
4: excuses. That's an average per year. It's about six a day. Six a day. and you make (laughs) six excuses a day. Do you think that holds true for you?
0: Uh, probably because they are along the lines of, uh, I'm tired or, um, you know, I, I, I don't have enough time right now and things like that.
4: So, so no, they, they can be just that. Uh, yeah. what do you want from me? Get off my back. <laughs> Get
0: yeah. Off my yeah. I'm stupid. Uh, an excuse for not finishing your work for the day. Yeah. Excuse for... Uh-huh. Not doing the whatever chores you had planned yeah. on doing. An excuse for missing a meeting, you know, whatever it may be. And and you will make these excuses several times a day.
4: If you live long enough, your excuses become pared down like, uh, I didn't care. Right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, uh, you just be honest I, about it. I don't yeah. care. That's my excuse.
0: Here's my excuse. I don't want to. No, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: There's, there's no actual excuse to that. That's a bona fide fact. That's yeah. why I didn't do
0: this. I didn't want to. Yeah, so the results uh, revealed that the ever-popular... I'm too tired. Uh, top to the list of common excuses.
4: Okay, yep. I, now I, I know think
2: that that's an excuse for me. I am too tired.
4: <laughs> it's, uh, that's what I was thinking, Kathy. If it's a legitimate reason, does it cease to become an excuse, or is it more an explanation? Listen, I uh, watching uh, Tom Papa's latest
0: uh, uh, stand-up routine, which is called "You're Doing Great." Uh, he he kind of leads with that. He's like, "You're tired. I know." Everybody's tired. That's the way it is. Everyone is tired. There's no one who is not tired. At least at some point in the day, everybody is tired. I don't Do you guys know any people that are just
7: go get them all the
4: time?
0: I yeah.
7: I don't. They're my, annoying
4: those people. My
7: brother is that way. My youngest brother Josh. Oh. I, and and I, it's not like the rest of the family is that way, but Josh gets up at the crack of dawn every day before, and he gets up before dawn, and he goes and goes and goes all day. It's it's I don't maybe he's adopted because he's not like anybody else in the family. It's remarkable. Well, you
4: know what? I actually, I mean, I do. I don't take a nap. I go from you know three forty five in the morning till
7: you know. But you when you get I, tired?
4: I mean, you're I, you're human. Yeah, like today I'm tired, and I don't know why because I got a, a good amount of sleep last night. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's just it. it I think uh, yeah. Sometime during the day, at some point, you'll sit there. A lot of times, I've had it happen. Do you ever have that day, the, the occurrence where in the mid afternoon it happens to me? Like if I happen to stop by the Seven Eleven or something to get milk, and your heated seat and the car is on, and you're just there, and you just you just you just, <laughs> you just sit there like. <laughs> like semi-comatose because it's so so comfortable, you know. Yeah. I find that like like it's it's those little moments. I'm gonna stay here in this parking lot for another uh, hour. Well, it's on my
0: drive home that it hits me, and I'm just like just oh, warm you. I was at a like, long right, drive. I'm gonna go home.
4: I'm gonna exercise.
0: I'm gonna get my prep work done for tomorrow. <laughs> <B-b-b-b-bum>. <laughs> And I'm and about ten minutes from home, and I'm like, thing. I need a nap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. if I don't, I what, need a nap.
2: That's it, it, what they're saying. That the it, the excuses are. It's right. yes. know, okay. the Excuse, I'm too tired, so you don't have to work out, uh, or you know, not you're not eating healthy, you're not running errands, things yep. like that.
4: I d- yep. I do work out. I just the the what happens is that the 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 time frame shifts. Uh, not now, not now. You know, and and that's. What I I do to myself, but yeah, okay. Then I guess I'm good for about six or eight excuses a day. And
0: then there there are people that have just really lame excuses or flat out lies as well. And uh, it's funny because. We would, uh, you know, when we have uh, interns, and it doesn't happen that often. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but our interns are in their early 20s. Yeah. That's when and, you lie
3: a little bit more. And, oh, my God. Yeah, 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 About
0: why they can't make it right, right, that right. particular morning. And it, most of the times they'll be like, yeah,
3: right. Whatever, man. <laughs> it makes me cringe uh, to look back and think about. All those things that I, and when I was 18, 19, 20, 21 <laughs> years old. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, my it's, God.
4: Yes. It's what you come up with. It's, it's like and no one's going to be onto it. Yeah. This one's going to work.
3: I had a teacher, a professor in college that I couldn't stand. And it wasn't until I went back and I actually found the old notebooks and, and papers that I wrote for this professor uh, when I was cleaning out uh, my basement. And I came to this realization that she was never the problem. That I was the problem the entire time. And uh, and it I mean, it sucked. It real I mean, I was like a real come to Jesus moment at right. that point. I'm like, oh, I'm no. the A-hole. Oh, I'm the yeah, A-hole. Yeah, yeah. She was never the A-hole, and I was. I was a little bratty twenty-one year old kid. Now I'm just a, a bratty forty-four <laughs> year old kid. Mm-hmm. There you mm-hmm. go. Yep, you made it.
0: <laughs> uh so the study looked not only at the common excuses that Americans give, but also delved into what those excuses are used for. In a single month, two in five make an excuse for buying something they didn't need. (laughs) Well, Kathy.
2: What do you mean? (laughs) Well, a further
0: 36% make an excuse for binge-watching television.
4: Okay, so listen. uh, Everything that I buy, I need. My tactical (laughs) shovel is ready to go. It's in the trunk of my car. The Batman uh, bus. you need The thing about that is you never know when you're going to need it, so you need it. I have every confidence, though, and I've stated this publicly. I know that when I need it, I will forget I have it. Right, (laughs)
0: right. (laughs) Oh, my God, we do that all the time. All
4: the time. I know, Preston. I will be, and I know what the scenario is going to be. It's going to be next winter. The car's going to be stuck in ice. I'm going to be there with a spork trying (laughs) to get the back tire out. And sitting in my trunk will be my tactical shovel in a bag, and I have completely forgotten about
0: it. How often do you buy things you realize you already had three of them anyway? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, And that that happens with food with us all the time. I need you to pick up some sour cream. You know, and I'll bring sour cream home, and
4: then look in the fridge, and we have three containers hey, yeah, that are cream. already in the refrigerator. Connectors and things. So I, I made uh, like <laughs> HDMI cables or or um, yeah. extender wires, things like that. So I, I made a concerted effort about two years ago to put everything. Of that kind in one place. Right. So that I, I can always at least go check. And I'm very proud of myself. I'm getting better, but it sucks when you go yeah. and you open up the closet and it's already there. You've, already, you've ordered it twice. Yeah, and HDMI cables, good ones, they're not cheap. Well, mm-hmm. they're not that bad. I mean, you, you know, but I mean, still, just I put them in the same place now. Yeah.
2: If I purchase something out of season as far as clothing goes, if I find like a sweater, I'm like, oh, that's nice. And I'll purchase it, you know, mm-hmm. but not yet wear it. I'm not kidding you guys. I have one time I purchased the same shirt three times no. and I didn't, it's, it's the, the ads on, on Instagram. They get Facebook. You. I'm like, wow, that is really nice. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I think I clicked on that before, but I, I didn't buy it. I, I, I purchased something one time three times and I was like you have got to be kidding me I had all three of them in my closet I'm like okay I got to go return this Oh
4: uh, it actually just happened to me over the weekend uh, and it, it happened because I forgot I had purchased it I don't know why I wasn't alerted to it I got two blu ray copies of the movie Car Wash Cut. <laughs> All right <laughs> I'm like why why oh my uh, god what was possessing me when I ordered this a while ago Car Wash <laughs> I yeah I haven't <clears throat> seen that in a while Uh,
0: So, in a single month, two and five make an excuse for buying something they didn't need, while the further 36%, uh, like I said, make an excuse for binge watching television. I don't making an excuse for binge watching television? No,
4: no, no, you have to. You do? Yeah. You have to binge watch television. Once you start something, there's a lot out there. How do you know when you're done?
3: Well, listen, we work in a different sort of uh, industry where. Doing? Excuses are important. Well, excuses for, you know, being up to date on pop culture things, like, yeah.
4: It won't hold water. No. Uh, I mean, that's why I, That's why you'll hear me a lot of times say... What do you mean it won't hold water? We have to know what's going that's on. Obs- uh, yeah. Oh, I'm oh, saying, oh, I'm, oh, Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh. Sorry, I
3: misunderstood what you were saying. I don't yeah. know why I got so defensive. Why are you agree with me?
4: <laughs> why are you agreeing with me? I say dumb things. Sticks! <laughs> um, <Thanks. laughs> no, that's why you'll hear me say a lot of times, like, I'll watch the first few episodes of a show just at least... To know what it's about. Right, right. Or, right, you know, right. And then and then tap out after a season or whatever because that's at least I at least I can know what I'm talking about up to a level. Uh over a third, thirty-four percent make excuses for not
0: cleaning once a month. Uh how's so- your
4: cleaning game? Are do you do you have a set things do you have set things in the house you're responsible for cleaning? No.
0: Uh we all kind of chip in. It used to be my exclusive job used to be Uh, the cat litter boxes, thank God the cats died, so I don't have to do that anymore. Thank you, God! Um, so, no, uh, we all pretty much share the duties. Now... My wife is is the lone laundry doer, and that it shouldn't be that way. It absolutely should not be but that don't way. Don't suggest anything else. No. I'm, I will never <laughs> let, let her come
4: to you. <clears throat> but I, I I know that it's wrong, but I'm going to let her tell me it's wrong.
0: She at least handles the loads. It's up to you to to fold and 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 put away the stuff. But I know she handles the loads. <laughs> Sounded like a uh, <clears>
8: throat>
4: sexual throat> We're reference. Such kids. Which she does. You know, Listen, I mean. any kind of load, she'll handle it. Yeah. <laughs> That's her responsibility. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Sometimes she's looking at it. Sometimes it's her back. And like
2: several <clears throat> loads a day, right?
4: Uh, oh, okay. no, no. He, uh, not he's not, not twenty time. anymore. We don't do that anymore. I'm talking no, about the laundry. <laughs> I'm talking about the. No,
8: laundry. No, you're, you're, you're not. You're better than she that. Has to do several loads a you're day. Do
4: just one load a day. You can do two. You're a young man. <laughs>
0: Uh, what about you guys? As far as
4: dedicated job, cat boxes, I we both do it. So, so you both do it. We do we do two a day. I anything that's that's uh, yard work related. Okay. the standards, the garbage, the uh, um, I, I keep my room clean. I keep my stuff uh, arranged. All those all those basic things. Um, I will vacuum periodically too. But but Claire has Claire really does. She handles the loads, and she uh, um, since the process. I spray the it. weeds. That's
0: part of mine. Uh, more,
4: that's I do that on my right, own. right, right. That's like once a week. Snow yeah. blowing when in, in the summer, it's a lot easier. No, so, yeah, but, but I, right. All of all of the bizarrely the standard stuff that you fall into, but I, I try to be very uh, cognizant of picking up things and, and making sure that things are in everything for, for, has a place, and mm-hmm. I make sure it's there. All right,
0: so uh, yes, over a third uh, make excuses for not cleaning on a weekly basic ex- basis. Excuses were most commonly given by respondents in order to avoid exercising, eating healthy, and running errands. All tied at thirty three percent. Yeah,
2: I, hear... I love running errands. Oh my really? god!
3: Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I don't know why, Kev. I, I just
4: I like it I, like, I, yeah. I, I
2: like checking it off my list and, and getting it done. And the, I'm sense, also... the
4: sense of completion.
2: Yeah, like yeah, and to me that's not.
4: You hate to be under a big load, hmm. <laughs> right? A big load of, op- of thing of things that you have to do. Yeah,
2: no, but for me, like I'm the type of person. Like we, we talked about being tired. If I sit down, I'm going to fall asleep, so I can't sit down. I, I just have to keep going. So I just the errands are an easy way to do that. I
4: agree a thousand percent. When I get home, if I were to sit down on the couch or if I were to do anything relaxed, I would be a dead man. So I've got to go right to working out. I've got to go complete all that stuff and then perhaps, but yeah, I'm right with you, Kathy. I yeah, got to keep that's, going.
2: That's me exactly.
4: The way that I will get things done,
0: and it's almost it works. At least ninety five percent of it will work, right. if if not one hundred percent every time. Is uh, if I make a list, I will yeah. do I will do everything on the list. Mm-hmm. And lists are great. I finally, bought this thing's called a boogie board, and it's not for the it's not for the beach. It's a it's r- uh, oh, yeah, we have one. Yeah, it's an erasable. Uh, Board that you can yep. write on, mm-hmm. and I the boogie boogie board is for me specifically in my location. I'll make my list, and especially on the weekends, I'll, I'll get up and the first thing I do in the morning is make my list of things I right. want to do, and I'll scratch them off the, as the day goes on. And uh, I, I will, I will, I will hold off on some allotment for myself until I finish that list mentally, like having a cocktail or some kind of a reward at the end of it. I'm like, all right, you can't do this until. You finish everything on the list, and then I will. I won't make excuses. I'll get that stuff done.
4: All right. Well, that's good. Well, you know, you know your pitfalls, and you try to correct for it.
0: Yep. Uh, so, uh, exercise and eating healthy and running errands. I do make excuses for eating healthy, which I need to stop doing.
4: Well, during I, I don't know, some of the bets are off during the pandemic, right? All bets are yeah, off. Yeah, I mean, the yeah, pandemic. you have to. Yep. You, you got to go for the comfort food.
7: Yep. And those are excuses you guys are making. Yes, I mean, you're exactly, I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you, that, but like that, that's it's a
8: medical
4: that. fact that hers cheese balls are a necessity. <laughs>
8: <Yeah>. <laughs> Nick, you're
0: spot on. That's exactly. I think we've all made huge. We've used that as a huge excuse for all kinds of stuff.
3: OK, yeah, and so I agree with that. What, what are the what's the difference between an excuse and like. All right. So a bona fide fact. Well, all right. So your excuse for um, relaxing on on a on a healthy diet press, like, because sometimes like you'll be under the weather, and I'll hear you say, "Well, I'm off my diet because I don't feel good." Yeah, and that's an excuse. Yep. Whereas I just say, "I just feel like eating it." You know, is that an excuse
4: or is that? I think they're they're probably both. I mean, if it's something that you feel that in a in a more correct state of mind, you wouldn't do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then it's probably an excuse. Like, I didn't I, feel like it. You know, like, yeah, why, but, but why didn't you I the I wanted to kill that
8: hooker.
0: But, but <laughs> you, you don't have any intent on eating healthy. So yeah. I think you have to have intent first. Right. I think you have to have uh, intent to <laughs> exercise.
4: Your excuse was? And if you don't follow through on that, you have an excuse. His excuse would be, I, I wanted those vegetables. Yeah. Right, right. Right. Yeah. 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 right, right, yeah. I wanted those vegetables.
3: But if, I, like, you know, I had to mow the lawn, and I didn't mow the lawn, rather than saying, oh, well, I had to do this, I, I didn't feel like it. Is that an excuse
4: or is that? Yeah. Okay. So for, yeah. like for me, I, talking about the core thing is every day I, I exercise. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. So if I don't do that, everything starts to fall. Right. And, I, and, I, and I, I, it, it, those are the little ways you have to learn how to trick yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it seems bizarre, but you have to sort of like a uh, three-card Monty on yourself to convince you to do things uh 29 admit to employing
0: excuses to get out of social events each week mm-hmm. oh that and would be me d- really yeah so so, so uh...
2: i think people don't even ask me anymore <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> a- I, th- I i thought i thought that was mainly a guy thing because i i do the same thing i'm like oh we really have to go to that are you a homebody kathy
2: I'm not a homebody. I do like but like during the week to go to like some sort of event, you know, whether it's out in Bucks County or in the city, like unless it's literally on Fayette Street in Conchahawkin, <laughs> not sure I'm gonna make it. And, and even then when
7: it's on Fayette yeah, Street in Conchaha, sometimes mean- I'm still too walking, tired. Walking
4: distance is not does not have any influence over you showing up. I, I don't uh I agree. I'm, I am a homebody, so so normally in our normal work um, year outside of the pandemic, I'm out and about doing stuff with the station and doing it with the show. Yeah, and so that's a lot of the stuff. But socially, I, I, I you know I don't do a lot. I don't want to do a lot. And you're right. During the week, it takes its toll.
3: Yeah, when you have kids and and uh, I'm at like home s- eating cheese balls, school stuff and all that sort of stuff. Then like your um, obligations sort of skip up a little bit. And this, yeah, I think it's a little comforting to know. That I, when I'm going somewhere that everybody else there doesn't want to be there either,
4: dude. Dude, when you you guys tell me about your schedules, Preston and you and and I, I know Nick and Kat well, all you guys who have kids, yeah. the the the, uh, the things you got to run to in this game and this practice and this stuff, I'd go nuts.
0: Mm. I've been, uh, yeah, I've, I've been trying to appreciate that as I look at my empty calendar I know, and, yeah. and go, you know what? I would have had two or three things on mm-hmm. here today. Yeah.
4: I don't have that today. Thank, well, I you, the- thank you, deadly pandemic. Yeah, I know. I, know. No,
2: I, I miss I know. The, the game, like the sports practices and the games and watching them play. You know, that that is a lot of the running around, and now we just don't have it.
0: You do miss that?
2: Yeah, I do. Okay,
0: I, I miss it in theory, uh, but then when it's reality, I don't miss it. <laughs>
4: We, it always been, happens. It, oh, and we talk about this. You, 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 you know, you agree to a lot of stuff and it ends up in the calendar and it's like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. And then, the, 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 you know, the morning yeah. of it's like, why did I do this? Mm-hmm. And then you show up and do it and it's like, oh, this is why I did it. It's good. Mm-hmm. I haven't
3: been paying attention to what Saturdays have looked like since this pandemic started because my, uh, my daughter and son, they, they run track. And track meets can be, if, when the weather's bad, it is miserable miserable because it's hours and hours long i mean it starts at eight o'clock in the morning and goes past it, stinks. Noon. it totally stinks and i yeah. wonder if we i don't know if we do but when it's nice out it's fine you know you just sit in there yeah. get your lawn chair it stinks. i still i still i mean that's tough that's tough to just sit there you uh-huh.
14: know
0: rah rah uh, also another, uh, 29% admit to, uh, using excuses to get out uh, of social events each week. 28% make weekly excuses for not wearing sunscreen. That was actually a really high one. Are oh. you kidding me?
4: Uh-oh. Why the hell did that end up so
0: high? I, By the it, way, I it wear go- it every day. It goes on in length about why, why people do that. By the way, Casey, to answer your question about excuse. Yeah. Uh, somebody had, uh, stated this on the text messages, which might read to this. Any guilt behind it equals excuse.
4: Yeah. That's so a good If, if a you good feel berometer.
0: if you feel a little bit okay. of guilt behind yeah. the decision you've made, just a little bit, yeah. then you've made an excuse. And sometimes that's okay. And that's the excuse I'm, I'm making
3: right now. Yeah. And give yourself permission yeah. a lot of times. My father in law, he would crack me up because he was he had zero excuses. His whole thing, if he didn't want to do it, he was like Cause I don't want to. Yeah. You know? I don't want to. Because you know why? Because I'm 65 years old and I've worked my whole life. And guess what? I don't want to. I don't want to go there and I'm not going to go there. And I love that. Like, man, to have that like resolute. And it's I like, don't
4: want you to marry my daughter.
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't want it. Except for when it impacts other people. That's sure.
0: When, that's when you need to go, okay, I'll take one. I don't want to deliver this medicine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to. I don't want to. I've been around for 64 years. Six. Yeah. Uh, so the top. Let me let me run down these. The the five most common excuses. Uh, I'm too tired. Uh, I don't have enough money. Is another
4: one. That sometimes that's accurate though. That, but yeah. only
0: if you're using it. As if an you're excuse. drinking
4: sterno in an alleyway, that's probably legit. When it's an excuse <laughs> is when you really do have enough
0: money, but you're saying I don't have. enough Yeah. Money. Yeah. 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 Uh, number three is I don't have enough time. Uh, number four is it's too inconvenient.
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, and number five is I'm too forgetful you which the- is typical homework excuse. I forgot. Or yeah, I didn't know. How or do you fight that's, that?
7: That's a lie. In, in the, it's an interesting, Preston, because um, th- excuse number three and two, they don't really apply right now. The, the I don't have time during a pandemic is just not true. You yeah. know, people <laughs> yeah. have time, and so if if you get an excuse like Casey, I don't know if you've encountered this, but you know, occasionally we'll reach out to potential guests and. uh <laughs> They don't really have an excuse for not coming on the show these days, you know. Like, if you just because you don't want to get up in the morning, all right, that's fine. But you have the time. Well,
4: we forget there's a substantial amount of people that are still have have not stopped going to work, and so for them, uh, they you know that it would still hold water on some level. But you're right, Nick. There, as far as social obligations, that's gone. So you. You should have a little bit more time, but I I still make excuses. Uh,
0: one of the best uh, somebody texts in and says best thing about having kids is the excuse to not go to things. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. Oh, I can't. Time. You know the kids and blah blah blah. We mm, use it all, all the I time. Do. I'm and sure people you do. see
4: right through it. No, but it <laughs> can, it can oh, even work if you don't have. Stephanie's kids. Stephanie's got the sniffles. Mm. I can't. No,
2: that that's the best. Stephanie, thing. The, the easiest one too mm. is just like nope, doesn't feel good or. Sometimes it's true though. I'm like, no, like I, I feel bad leaving. I don't I don't want to go out another night, you know, this week or weekend or, or whatever. I'm I'm not leaving. So can
4: you can you be overt with the kids, Kathy, and say, Oh, my kids give me an excuse to not go to this thing I don't want to go to.
2: <laughs> well, listen, wait, back to the I don't have enough time. I actually used that excuse for not calling somebody back, Nick. And <laughs> I was like, I am so sorry. I've just been so busy. And she was like, Oh, okay. And then it just got quiet for a minute. She goes, Wait, doing what?
4: Uh-huh. <laughs> The you know, wine. excuse I use actually, that, and it's the truth, and, it, and it's 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 a thing I, I I'm embarrassed about. If if people call me, I invariably call the people that I want to talk to the most last, and or if at all, yeah, because I want to take time with them, yeah, and so I don't, I wait, and I end up, and they end up not calling them, I end up not calling them back. <laughs> My oldest friend will call
3: me, uh, he calls me uh, maybe like once a week or something like that. And and, uh, he always calls me when he's walking his dog, and he walks his dog at like 9 o'clock at night. And and the phone rings, and I see it, and I go, I don't want to talk right now. It's 9 o'clock at night. I've used all my words for the day, and so I don't answer. And my excuse is... Don't feel like talking, and I think and it that, works. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, he understands. Yeah. You know, he's just trying to kill time as he's walking his dog. So what about with Jackie? Case, I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> Not because you don't like him. No, he, he, listen. He calls. This is Jackie Bam Bam. Yeah. By the way, we're referring. him uh, he, really, he really has a knack for calling at the wrong time. Like yeah. we, we do a conference call every night at five. Uh, I'm sorry, at six o'clock. And he calls me at five fifty five, and it's like I- I'm. Listen, usually leading up to the conference call, I'm doing work. I'm going through my emails or calendar or whatever, trying to figure out. You know what's a good word? Intransigent.
8: <laughs> <laughs> but press
3: your one excuse there that I like is uh, is uh, I forgot because you can't prove that it's not true. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But you know it's not. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. you can't prove it. You can't. Well, you don't know that I didn't actually forget. Mm-hmm. You know? But you did. But you didn't. <laughs> well, like, listen. <laughs> There's son... a don't
4: ask, don't tell quality to that stuff because you you, you know that there have been times where that legitimately occurs. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. But did your kids use it a lot, of case? My son uses it all the yeah.
0: time. Uh, you just have to profusely apologize if you really want to sell it. Uh-huh. Oh, my God, I am so sorry. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a lot on
3: my plate. There's been a lot going on. I've been so busy, Kathy.
0: (laughs) Wait,
2: doing what?
3: (laughs) Oh, man, I've gotten so good at that when it comes to, like, work stuff. Like, if, you know, email. Like, so if somebody's asking to come on the show and and I don't want them to come on the show, uh, (laughs) I will sometimes uh, i will not respond and let's say they wanted to be on the show yesterday Uh i will wait a day or two past that and then i'll go oh my god i'm so sorry it works out i never got back to you i forgot
4: i didn't want you on the show yeah and but like (laughs) no but then
2: don't think case aren't you afraid they're gonna be like oh okay well i'm available all next week too
4: uh yeah and then we're booked up. I forgot. Kathy, then I, I'm going on vacation. I
3: yeah. won't respond to that email either. I'm like, Aww. oh my god, I just saw this, but I've gotten so good at it. Like, so I'll go. You know, you're such a great person, and you're such a good friend, and and you deserve better. I'm like a horrible person, and you're then just I just not on- that funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, the the
0: weekly situations leading to excuses. It sums it up here. Uh, number five is wearing sunscreen. Number four is social events. Number three, healthy eating. Number two, exercise. I thought that would be number one because it's so easy. Tom Papa Do does a exercise. yeah. Tom Papa does a bit in uh, in one of his routines. It's a second reference to Tom Papa, but. You know, he's welcoming the crowd for being here tonight. He's like, you didn't cancel. You could have canceled and you didn't cancel. He's like, canceling is awesome. It's yeah. the best. <laughs> canceling on a, a dinner date with another couple. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Exercise, canceling. You don't have to tell say anything to anybody. You just say, nope, not going.
4: You just say yourself. Do you know it's the greatest scenario in the world where you don't want to go and you're talking about canceling. And then they cancel. <gasps> oh. Oh. Yes. It was, and like, then, to then you act <gasps> incensed. Oh, right. Oh, oh, I wanted to see uh, you so right. bad. Okay. Mm.
0: <laughs> they get to be then the bad. You guy. get
4: the points. Uh, yes, you yes, do. You do. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't like. I, I you. We schedule things, and you you uh, you pass on it. I don't know uh, when you're available. Ho- hopefully, they send you a gift after yeah, that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank I'll even, God. Mm-hmm.
2: I'll even do like the like. I'll check in with them. I'm like, it's up to you. Like, if you're too tired, don't <laughs> like. Not a big deal.
4: Do you ever try to do that border collie where you're trying to make the, convince them that they don't want to get together? <sighs> I know with your work schedule. Yes, you, know, exactly what you must have been in OR for how long? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Did you lose a patient today or something? Yeah. Yeah, it must, yeah. The stress must be. But I'm, listen, I'm, I'd love to see you. I mean if you're up for that, you know. Steve,
2: I'll do I'm like, "Oh, you're just driving home
4: from work?" God. Oh my god. It's getting late. It's, it's if you want to do this a different time. You have to <laughs> yeah. be you have to be so you're probably tired exhausted. right now. It's oh <laughs> 2:30 in the afternoon. Yeah, I left early to come home for the event. Yeah, but I mean, in, you know, in other countries and other time zones <laughs> that's so late. very
3: late. I would
4: be I would be exhausted if I were you. I'm just, you know. No, if you're coming home at this time, there must be something wrong at home. I wouldn't want to have your marriage break up because we're getting together. <laughs> um, oh Stay home. Yeah. And number one on this
0: weekly situation is leading to excuses, <clears throat> excuse me, is uh, running errands. Uh, so people make the most excuses for running errands, which is funny because my wife doesn't make excuses for running errands. She just makes me go with her. Oh, no. Oh,
2: no. No, errands can be alone.
0: Claire never does that. I, I get. Here's what I get. I'm going to go to the store. You want to go with me? No. Which Which means, which Uh-oh. is interpreted to, we're going to the store together. <laughs> oh, get, get your man. shoes
3: on. Get your stuff now. We're leaving. Wow. That's that's um, that's um not normal.
5: <laughs> You guys likes, us like each other. She likes
3: the company. Well, okay. <laughs> she likes your company, you oh. know? Like, uh, th- no. I mean, and actually, I find that to be very, very sweet. But, like, no, my wife, no way. No, anybody in the house can go. Anybody. Oh, she really? Needs, she needs a buddy oh well
2: she did errands by herself yesterday
0: i know i was quite surprised yes
2: Uh, and thank you to her she dropped off uh some toys for the kids anybody who has uh kids on the show got a little gift pack from preston's wife and it was awesome she's so sweet
0: yeah she's a doll so
4: yeah put the lego hope couldn't couldn't buy any cat toys (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) um the uh children uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh no that's
0: cool that's 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 awesome No, but I always get there. So, uh, I'm going to the store. You want to go with me?
3: Can you ask the question the right way? (laughs) Yes. Claire Claire never asks. (laughs)
8: Because
3: the answer is no, I don't want to go with you. So, the question should be, I'm going to the store come with me. It's not it shouldn't even be a question. Sometimes it's yeah, I'll go with you. You yeah.
0: know, sure, I'm not doing anything right now, but most of the times like, oh, I was kind of thinking about doing this. i
4: will offer to go, like I'll say, yeah, I want to go and then she knows I legitimately want to go, you know. And right. and but there there are th- there are certain stores we know that it's I'm dead weight, and it's just annoying her that i'm there, and she knows i'm under there i'm yeah. there under duress you know uh it's and thi- it is killing the mood
3: this is Preston's fault because you have proven yourself to be a good stormmate and uh and so if <laughs> if you maybe have just laid the groundwork earlier. As, like, a bad shopping errand partner. Right, get into fistfights.
4: Right? <laughs> I, I actually am, I am a, happen to be a good clothes shopping partner for her because I give her good advice yeah. when she goes and tries on things. So occasionally oh, I'll, also i also... could not be any less interested
0: in clothes shopping. I'm not thrilled, oh. but
4: I do a good job. <laughs> and if the places we go to, and I know the places, yeah. have seats... Then I'm rocking. There's hey. not enough of
0: them
3: that do.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. But I know the ones that do. I'm going to write a book. Good.
3: You should, <laughs> yeah. please, a guide. Kathy, oh my how God. long can you spend in Home Goods? Home Goods.
2: I, can, you know what, Casey? <laughs> I drove by Home Goods um, the other day, and that I thought to myself, that is the first place I'm going to go when stores open back up what? and it's it's safe to go out shopping. Absolutely. I. You know what, Nick? Come I don't on. even need anything. I just want to see what they have in there.
3: That, see, that's my wife. Like, my wife might go to get her nails done, and then she'll call me seven hours later going, yeah, I'm at HomeGoods right now. And I'm like... <laughs>
2: Okay, Casey. That's a yeah. place. It, it it's hit or miss at those places. I could go in and spend hours in there, looking and not get anything. Putting, but even like even putting stuff in my cart that I I, I absolutely do not need, and it's amazing.
0: Here's some text coming. It says, "Your wife must be related to my husband. He can't do any chores by himself, and since we have no kids, guess who gets to tag along?" <laughs> uh, another one says, "My wife just likes me to drive her and drop her off at the door." I would do that. Uh, here's I, another one says I've done uh, that. Preston, I do the same thing to my husband. Another one says you guys are giving away all your secrets. Now the next time you cancel, <laughs> people are going to be on to you. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, there's apparently loads of people who, who uh, have this uh, uh, issue from time to time, I, time
4: with the excuses. I'll tell you what, though, on that on that dropping off thing, Nick. It, so I'll go do the outlets uh, thing. So my wife and her like her, her sister. One of her sisters will go with her, and so if you man the car, like yeah, yeah, you, you drop them right off. You go park. You you know watch something on your phone or whatever. You sit there. They call you. Go pick. You get the you get the points yeah. as if you were you know legitimately shopping with them, and uh, and uh, you don't have to go in and, and stand there in uh, you know uh, Cheese Wheel City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're the chauffeur
7: <laughs> for a little bit, so you're you're providing a service, and then you can uh, go do whatever you want.
4: Actually, I
0: wouldn't mind going to Cheese Reel City. Yeah, now that I think about it, I do <laughs> like Cheese Reel <laughs> 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 sounds kind of yeah, yummy.
8: Yeah.
0: All right, anyhow, uh, so excuses, excuses, excuses. We make 2,190 a year on average, uh, so be aware of it when you're doing it and uh, keep count and uh, yeah. see how you're holding Do more. Up on the average, yeah. Uh, we could do better. You're better you're than better that. better than that. Yeah. Take it up to an even 3. Than that. You could take it up to an even 3,000. <laughs> We can do that. Four thousands, more even.
4: All right,
0: we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We are going to talk to sports writer Todd Zelecki and uh, see what else we can get into. So stay close, as we're not going to be gone long.
1: Everything that rocks includes cool MMR swag you can wear. Available now in the MMR Rock Shop. Like t-shirts, hoodies, and tank tops. With designs from retro MMR logos to the latest from the Preston and Steve show branded hats and tops. For guys and gals. We've even got your little ones covered with an array of bibs, onesies, and toddler tees. Plus coffee mugs and much more. All with the MMR Attitude you expect search the word shop at wmmr and get shopping stuff for you gifts for them 93.3 three w m m r everything that rocks your wardrobe Our next guest has written a book
0: of uh the powerhouse it used to be in uh, our clubhouse here at the with the, the Phils uh and it is called doc. The life of Roy Halliday. It is available. Everyone now, everywhere now. So please welcome uh, Arthur. Author. God, am I? Am I having some it, issues? It is
4: Wednesday before Memorial Day. Maybe I can call him Arthur. You can call him Arthur.
0: He's an Arthur, and his name is Todd Zalecki. Yeah. Please yeah. Welcome
12: him hey.
0: to the show, hey Jesus. Todd.
12: How are you guys?
0: Uh, well, not I'm, good.
4: I might be having a stroke.
12: I don't know. I
0: can't say the word
4: author, but we just were so impressed with Ryan Seacrest' stroke <laughs> yeah. that we thought we'd have one as well. Yeah. Uh,
0: Todd, what? Uh, um, why did you Why did you choose uh, Halliday to uh, to be the you know the subject here and, and to do all this research and and have a book about his life?
16: You know, I I just thought he had such a fascinating life. You know, certainly you could just write a book about his baseball exploits. You know, former first round draft pick. You know, he was almost out of the game. He pitched so poorly early in his career, then kind of just resurrected himself physically, mentally. Uh, you know and then obviously you know he he dealt with a lot of struggles uh, late in his career and, and then after he retired baseball and there 's been a lot of, lot written about that, and I kind of wanted to explore exactly you know what what went on there, maybe offer an explanation for people that are, that are wondering themselves and I just thought you know this is somebody that physically publicly looked like the perfect human being without a flaw, without a concern but but internally he you know he was you know he had he had mental struggles and, and and issues like like anybody else had issues and i kind of wanted to uh to dig into that a little bit
4: so you're a beat writer for the the phil's for the mlb um mlb.com and, and you obviously you you're, you know these stories and sports in general and baseball are, are there's there are loads of stories of of people that um you know that have an outward face you know but every everyone at the end of the day we're all human and we all deal with these different struggles were there just a specific set of, if you will, ingredients in Halliday's story that appealed to you right from the get-go?
16: Yeah, you know, I, I think what it was is, you know, he he was pushed really hard to become a baseball player as a kid. You know, his dad pushed him really hard, right? And and that kind of established this, uh, you know, anxiety issues, uh, the need to he felt like he needed to please everybody. He, you know, he was just constantly feeling so much pressure and anxiety. And I just—it really struck me that he almost—he he basically willed himself to, to overcome that as, as a pitcher. You know, he he became involved in sports psychology. Huh. He really kind of, um, you followed these certain tenets that allowed him to, to push all of that stuff aside when he was on the mound to become like this robotic figure. But then, but then off the field, you know, again, like you said, he you know he was dealing with stuff just like. I deal with and, every, you know, you deal with, everybody deals with. And, and, you know, after, as his career wound down, he was in so much physical pain, you know, and then he became, he suffered from depression and, and things kind of snowballed snowballed from there.
0: Todd, even though he, he rose to be one of the greats of the game, um, and, you know, you mentioned a father that kind of pushed him into it, did he have some resentment, even though he became so successful that, it, you know, his dad rode him that hard?
16: You know, it, it, it's interesting. I, I think part of him realized that, You know, if my dad did not push me, I probably would not have had the career I had because without that jump start, you know, maybe he doesn't get drafted. Maybe he's not as successful as a high school pitcher. But on the other hand, and I thought this was very interesting, is that after his career was over, he coached his two boys. And he really made a point not to coach them like his father coached him, even though it made him into a Hall of Fame pitcher. And and one really interesting aspect of this is is as he coached his sons uh, on these elite baseball teams in Florida, he would have players sign contracts and he would have their parents sign contracts. And the parents' contracts were basically, listen, uh, you're not to yell at your kid on the field. You're not to you're not to yell at me on the field. If I don't think you're behaving in a proper way, uh, then you're not going to be allowed to come to these games. And wow. if you don't and if you don't follow that, you're not your your son's not going to play because that affected him so much as a kid. He did not want other kids. He, he knew he knew how that felt growing up. Yeah, and he did not want other kids to feel that way. Even though, like I said, it helped in, it helped him become a Hall of Fame pitcher he did not want other kids to kind of go through and experience what he went through growing up.
7: So Todd, your book is out and uh, there's a documentary coming out next week on ESPN and they just wrapped up the last dance talking about Jordan and the the bulls from the nineties. And so there's this fascination with athletes. um, And I think more and more we are seeing that they're, they're not robots, you know, even though they're paid a lot of money to, to essentially play a game for a living, they're not, um, they're not imperfect. And in fact, the documentary is talk talks about, Roy's imperfection as a human even though he was in many ways a, a perfect athlete.
16: Yeah, and, and and you know like that that was the thing that Roy kind of worked on throughout throughout his career. So, uh you know in between starts, he had so everybody talks about Roy Halladay's he had this ridiculous workout routine uh, throughout the week and everybody's like wow, this guy's a robot, but he had to do that. Like he had to run on a certain day, he had to do weights on a certain day. Not because he felt like I need to build my endurance up, and that was part of it, but mentally, it was the only way he could be successful. Because if he didn't check every box, he would not be able to step on the mound and and feel confident. He did, you know. And you think about it, you go, "Wow, Roy Halladay, he wasn't confident, but but he wasn't always confident, you know." And and off the field, uh, late in his career, as he battled injuries. He started taking pain medications because, again, mentally, he felt like he was letting so many people down. His Phillies teammates, mm. the organization, Phillies fans, and he's like, I'm making $20 million a year. I have to live up to my contract. I have to be Roy Halladay, even though the pain meds wouldn't allow his, his back, his injured back, his really badly injured back, to allow him to pitch like he like he would. Uh, he felt like he needed to try. And, of course, you know, as you know, um, it's all over the country. It's an epidemic. You know, you pain medication, right. it, it can start to snowball. You become addicted, and he ended up becoming addicted to it.
4: So, uh, obviously, you know, just before we were coming on the air to talk to you, you know, you, you quickly, I think it was Casey said, you know, you – Here's a, an, an incredibly accomplished athlete, and the first thing you think about is, is the way that he died. So was was um, the impetus partially for writing the book to help extend that story out and to remind people, because that's the most recent event right. that's in our minds, of, of just what he was, and to sort of not correct or wrong, but to flesh out a story we might have forgotten?
16: Yes, I, I, that, that was definitely a... A, a motivation or something I kept in the back of my, of my mind as, as I wrote the book, you know, because of the way he died and, and you know, everybody has read the coroner's report and the NTS, NTSB reports and, and people, you know, will draw their immediate conclusions or quick conclusions about, okay, this is who Roy Halliday was. Right. But there was really so much more to it going on behind the scenes, you know, and, that, and that's kind of what I wanted to explain, you know. He died tragically, um, you know, we know how, the way he was flying his airplane, we know that there were drugs in the system, but that doesn't negate everything that he did before that. And I also wanted to explain again, kind of what he was going through. And as I explained in the book, I talked to his wife, I talked to his wife, Brandy, extensively throughout the year last year. And you know, Roy went, he was in rehab twice, uh, and 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 his wife and other family members said, you know they thought he was slowly starting to turn a corner for the better and and you know it it didn't wor- it didn't happen but they thought that if he had uh been given a li- had a little bit more time maybe he could have kind of gotten past some of these demons that he was fighting
4: well this here's here's sort of an amorphous question but I'm going to ask it anyway Con- concerning um athletes that have had fathers that were sort of um very manipulative or very um uh... Not oppressive, but stern in trying to create athletes out of their kids. Do you get the sense, as you've talked to athletes over the years, if given their druthers, was there is there any consensus on whether or not they would have swapped out that sort of relationship with their father for successful careers, or you know, is it, at the end of it, do they say, okay, it got me here? Do you have any any take on the ratio of? who would yeah. say, I'd, I'd change things or here's where I am and I'm glad it
16: happened. You know, I, I, you know, that's really hard to say, but I do think when athletes that did have those types of fathers or did have that, that type of pressure or environment, I should say, growing up, I think there is a lot of conflict there because they do on one hand recognize that if I didn't have somebody – Really pushing me hard, making me work out after school, maybe i couldn 't go out at night on a Friday night or Saturday night with my friends because I had to throw a bullpen session or do my weight training or do my running. maybe i don't do it, but on the other hand, I also didn 't get to be a kid you know like one thing that I, I I mentioned this in the book is even as a real little kid like you know Roy. Missed some things. He he mentioned to several people throughout his life, you know, like, you know, I just, I always wanted G.I. Joes when I was a kid, but (laughs) my dad wouldn't, my dad never got me G.I. Joes because he thought they were dolls. Mm. And, you know, so I, that's something I never got to do, but I really wanted to do. So there's those little type of things, you know, that, that remained on his mind as, as his life continued, even though he was making. $20 Twenty million dollars a year and winning Cy Young awards and throwing perfect games. He always would look back at his childhood and think about those things.
0: Now you interviewed over a hundred people uh, to get the book together. And by the way, for those who are just tuning in, it's called "Doc: The Life of Roy Halladay." Um, Todd, did you ever meet him before he passed, or, or have any encounters with him at all?
16: Yeah, you know, I, I got to I got to cover him when I was uh, when he was with the Phillies, and it was it, it was interesting because. The persona, the person that I got to see was the locked-in robotic figure that everybody else got to see, you know, like, he was never at his locker. You go into a Phillies clubhouse or any big league clubhouse before a game, and there's guys sitting in their chairs in front of their lockers, they're on their phones, they're watching TV, they're, they're you know, they're playing cards, whatever. Roy was never at his locker because he was always on the move. He was always either going to the weight room, he was always going to the film room, he was always going running or throwing a bullpen session or whatever. So that's really the only Roy Halladay I got to see every once in a while he would let his guard down. And then after his career, I saw him a couple times, and that's when he kind of really let his guard down. He actually you know, he showed a sense of humor. Well, he didn't show before. And that's
0: what I wanted to know. I mean, because the same thing, you know, I would see him on television and and robotic is is kind of the way, uh, you know, the words you use to describe him. Very determined, very, you know, even even, dialed in, even his head down, the way he walked forward. Very, very uh, purposeful. And I'm going from A to B and that's what I'm doing, you know. Um, but but, I was curious if if he was a nice guy it 's a pretty simple question, but from what you could tell was was he a nice guy
16: he He was a very nice guy, and that was the thing that really st- stuck out to me as I interviewed all these people for the book you know because uh you know I had grown men that broke down and, and teared up as they as they told stories about him and and discussed memories of him growing up because he affected them in such a positive way. And regardless of how he died, you know, the circumstances surrounding his death, you know, he impacted a lot of people in a positive ways. and, And that did not take away from that. I mean, he... He he was very. Oh, here I mean, this is a great example. After he threw his perfect game with the Phillies, he spent over like two hundred thousand dollars on, on commemorative watches for all of his teammates, wow. coaches, managers. Not even just coaches, managers, and players. Bat boys got these watches. I mean, imagine being a bat boy making next to nothing, right? And then Ellison Roy Halliday gives you hmm. a personally engraved. watch. I mean, Mm -hmm. those are the types of things he did because he wanted to constantly give back and make people feel good about being a part of something special.
4: So um, on another note, obviously Major League Baseball coming back online and uh, making uh, adjustments uh, for the coronavirus and all the the, uh, social distancing and all that stuff uh do, do you think i think everyone i've talked to seems to suggest that they're yeah let's go you know we, we don't need those spectators in the stands we just want to see some baseball played and obviously as things go that that'll change uh what are you seeing that you think is viable and what do you think uh, you're seeing that that probably will be impossible to pull
16: off well you know i, I certainly the, the money right now i think is going to be the big thing you know the 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 owners want to put in revenue sharing. The players don't want it right now because they view it as a salary cap. But I got a thing: push come to shove, both sides will see the light and understand that you can't cancel the season if a season is 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 able to be played. And it certainly sounds like it will be. So to me, the biggest question is is how are you going to keep everybody safe? You know, they they had the sixty seven page report that they uh, the league gave to the players union with all these different safety measures for coronavirus, social distancing, et cetera. It had everything from, you know, lockers have to be six feet apart to no spitting in the dugout. I mean, I, I wonder how some of these things are actually going <laughs> to be able to be implemented and actually followed, you know, how, yeah. how do you, how do you prevent some like, so somebody keeps spitting or whatever, or somebody gives a high five, which they don't, they don't encourage you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, h- how are you going to keep players separated In the clubhouse six feet, it seems like it's going to be a real – Challenge, But again, of course, I think even bigger picture is what if a second wave comes? What if a second wave comes just as the postseason starts? What happens then? And I think that's a big question as well. Mm-hmm.
7: Todd, I wanted to ask you sort of a, a personal question. My, uh, my dad is listening to the show right now. He's the one that let me know about your book. He was at the game uh, where, where uh, Roy pitched the uh, the no-hitter in the playoffs, and, and he ranks that in probably top three baseball experiences of his life. I'm curious as to, um, for you, uh, best baseball experiences you've ever uh, been a part of, been, been at the park for?
16: You know, honestly, that what the Roy Halladay no hitter in the postseason was by far the coolest thing I've ever been a part of. I was there for when the Phillies won the '08 World Series. Um, I've been at, I've attended other no hitters and, and 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 things like that, but that postseason no hitter, just because of who he was, the fact that he basically pushed for a trade to the Phillies because he wanted to be in the postseason, and everybody's like, "What's Roy Halladay going to do in the postseason? Is he going to live up to the hype?" And then he throws a no-hitter. It was crazy, that final out of the game where Carlos Ruiz goes down to his knees, picks up the ball, and throws out Brandon Phillips by a foot. It was just so exciting, and and to see the, the joy that the players, the team had for Roy, because they knew how much, it, how much it meant to him, was just incredible. But that atmosphere that night was just as good, if not better, than any World Series game I've ever attended, any hmm. postseason game I've ever attended.
0: Wow. wow. It's, well, it's certainly an interesting story. So we'll pass the information along uh, for people who want to check out the book. Uh, check out the book. It's called Doc, the Life of Roy Halliday, and that is available everywhere now. So, uh, Todd, thanks for coming on, man. Great work.
16: Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Take you bet. Care. Todd Zalecki, guys. Yay. Doc, the Life of
0: Roy Halliday. Pretty compelling stuff and a and, uh, story that you may not have known about, you know, his – his addiction and his issues and, right. and what was going on and what led to that. So, um, Listen, we have a few minutes to play with. We and do. We do. And I've got stats and studies from the Just Say It Institute.
4: The Just Say It Institute, the most learned facility in the world, <laughs> supplying all sorts of useless information to morning shows everywhere. Wow. The JSI. Started a- by the Freemasons <laughs> in 1773. I'm adding stuff to this all the time. Why not? Why not? Once, once visited by King uh Making decisions. Launching the first man into space. May- May- Developing a polio vaccine. <laughs> the Just an Institute.
0: All the great moments,
4: unbelievable.
0: Uh, making decisions based on the flip of a coin could help you live a happier life. Could also have you get hit by a bus. Uh, to a study, yes, quite possibly. Research so,
4: so just randomly flipping a coin and using that as your decision making so, throughout life. To honestly use it
0: that way, yes. Researchers found that those who make choices using a coin toss are more likely to go ahead with the decision, uh, are more satisfied and have higher overall happiness. To- Six months down the line.
4: But who wants to be touching dirty, filthy Corona money now? (laughs) Uh, Scientists at University of
0: Chicago asked people to make significant decisions, such as whether or not to move uh, into a new house, quitting your job, or propose. One choice, either affirmative or a negative, was assigned uh, to heads or tails. Users were also invited to create their own questions, which included, should I get a tattoo, should I try online dating, or should I rent or buy Before tossing their corn... Why was he called Popeye? Uh, Participants were told to identify a third party to verify the outcome, uh, with both receiving follow-up surveys after two months and six months. The findings published in the Review of Economic Studies showed that after two months, participants favored the status quo, making a change less frequently than they predicted they would before the toss. But after six months, their bias towards the status quo had gone... And those who were instructed by the coin toss to change their current position were more likely uh, to make the change and reported that they were much happier.
4: Are we talking, we're talking more nominal changes, not like, am I happy being this sex? Right. Right, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh,
0: those, uh, let's see here, uh, they, also were, they were also more likely to make the same decision if they had to choose again. Have you ever... Made a, a worthwhile decision based on the toss of a coin? I can't remember. No, it no.
4: Uh, I, I, the only coin tosses have been part of uh, sports, you know, and I've done that. And that's uh, – uh, well, let me ask you, what do you think you'd be more inclined to go with if you had to have the option? The coin toss or the Magic 8-Ball?
8: <laughs> coin toss. Uh,
0: coin toss, probably. Yeah. All right. Because magic-
4: maybe is an answer in the Magic 8-Ball, and that yeah.
0: gives you latitude. Yeah, and there's also, uh, you know, try again. It is not yeah, certain, you- and it's like, well, why am I even doing this in the first place? <laughs> well, the Magic 8-Ball even makes excuses. Um, the
2: coin flip, though, would save you a lot of stress in trying to make a decision on something if you did actually yeah. use it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and there are things like, like literally a car, like, you know, uh, buy or lease. They both have their merits, you know what I mean. And they're, they're, I, I try to make lists when I it, when it come down to, all right, I got to decide. I have two legitimate yeah. choices here
4: that are both neck and neck.
0: Yeah, I make I make pro and con lists, right? And then I kind of do the math and, and say, okay, there's more pros on on this side, so I'll go with that. You know? So, yeah,
4: you know. I, I I I I'm a big fan of the due diligence, so I always weigh out the stuff. But sometimes you do get stuck in a bit of a quagmire. Yeah. And uh, the coin would uh, the coin would help. Yeah. When it can go either
0: way, when it's a decision that's let a a clear well clearly I should do this. You know, if it's literally, you know, either one of these could be good. Uh, I
3: could see flipping the
4: coin. What if you're sitting there in the chair with the electrodes on and they waiting for the call from the governor? Right. And the governors are flipping a coin. <laughs> I mean
3: ultimately it really comes down to whether or not I'm okay with either decision. And if I'm okay with either decision then I'm okay with flipping a coin.
4: It has That's to be it. it has to be like do I go with uh, with chocolate or vanilla yeah. ice cream? Yeah. And I like chocolate right. and vanilla, so Yes, I see that. I think I think bigger life decisions. Yeah. Like do we euthanize grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> do we Yeah, it's probably not. All right, flip it. Yeah. Sorry, sorry Gump. yeah. sorry gumpy. Yeah. I mean having him around's <laughs> yeah, nice yeah, yeah. but, but uh, he, he smells he's, he's, he's got urine smells. Yeah, you know, he does yeah. it he's a bit <laughs> yeah. of a bird. It stinks. Yeah. He yeah. is a bit of a stinks. Yeah. It
14: stinks. He a keeps Olympic trying belt. to
4: eat the remote. Uh <laughs>
8: and
0: make a lot of money in his will. Yeah. So so flipping a coin, but they say from this particular study uh leads to um over a higher
4: overall happiness score. Six months down the line, so it's it's tough. There are some things. I, I I'm a fairly decisive person. I know my I know what I want, and I you know I I'm I'm very myopic. I can move forward, and then there are some things that render me just absolutely. Oh,
0: <laughs> somebody says BJ or Rimja.
4: Yeah, yeah yeah. You gotta say you gotta say BJ <laughs> or, or or Hummer. Yeah.
0: Somehow. I both of them. I mean, but we
7: can say rim job.
0: Yeah, we can. You can say rim job. But, at, uh, yeah, for, for inspiration. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, let me see what else I have here.
4: Back to the Just Saying Institute.
0: More happiness. Okay. Okay. No sad, bro. It's no. Wednesday.
4: <laughs> researchers <laughs> no from...
0: Sin, bro. It's Friday. <laughs> uh, Re- <laughs> researchers from New York University and the University of Miami tracked... The GPS signals from the phones of 132 participants for about four months, and they found that those who had been uh, the greatest number of places and spent a similar amount of time in each were more likely to say they felt happy, excited, or attentive. Huh. The study co-author says our results suggest that people feel happier when they have more variety in their
4: daily routines. I oh, you mean the standard mundane doesn't make you happy? <laughs> I I I like ritual. I do like ritual. I think, but uh, what I am blessed, we are blessed by having a job that changes from day to day. Yes, and I think that helps take care of my need for uh, for that change. Otherwise, I'm I'm pretty. Um, uh, Pretty, you know, standard in my – I like things just so. Okay? Yeah, I
7: agree with your point. But wanderlust makes me happy, Steve. When I yeah. start thinking about travel, when I plan for it, when I think about it, when I go to the place, and then when I can reminisce afterwards, that, that's happiness for me. And
4: when you come back and show me the pictures of the trip,
7: I, I enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. From Here's my a pamphlet couch, I got yeah. out in the Alabama Hills. They I, shot movies. No, I,
4: I do like – there is a time to tra- – like I, like, I just I – I got Universal Studios in just before the coronavirus. Yeah. We – I I am disappointed in myself in that I don't take advantage
0: of of doing some light traveling more often and and going to maybe the Poconos or you know places that are that are within Diggerland that are or Diggerland yeah no that are that are within an arm's reach yeah. uh geographically and Day trips. and and yeah and just Narberth. going and heading to Narberth <laughs> and going by Louis Knights. I know house what you're saying and maybe no, he'll be singing outside. now he'll
4: be singing outside. There are places that you could go to. Uh, I've been wanting to go to Centralia. I've been wanting to go to this wolf preserve. Um uh, and uh, you know and you should I, just go I I, I know yeah. Ooh, and, and I do I should too oh,
0: we yeah we'll, we'll have some time coming I should out. I you know I mean I should go to New York more often
4: and uh, no nah. don't do that nah, no nah. I, I've been I lived there for years I, I try I know, to avoid no, it at I, but all but I mean as,
0: as a tourist yes uh, nah. to go
4: to, do some touristy overrated, things. <laughs> overrated. it's okay. a chick, chick in the harbor with a candle you don't <laughs> yeah. need it now you're better off bro wow oh, okay the other way. Don't need it. Go to Baltimore. No, I
2: understand. Well, listen, I'm going to be on your side, Preston. I understand what you're saying. It's easy uh, not during a pandemic, but uh, it's yeah. easy to get there. You can go for the day. You don't have to stay over and spend tons of money to stay in the city. You can hop on a train and you know and be there in just a little while. And you know, go to a restaurant, walk around.
0: You know, you see- know, and the same could be said for DC and and some yep. other metropolitan yep. areas. But I mean, I'm I'm talking about cities. I mean, obviously, day trips. there's plenty of other yeah. Smaller things that don't need to be big metropolitan areas to go to. I
7: I have those same thoughts about New York City. I just every time I do it, I'm always disappointed. I end up spending way too much money. The weather's crappy. Something goes wrong. Like New York City should be this mecca. It Should be this place that I want to go to. Yeah. And every time I get there afterwards, I'm like, Why the hell did I just go to New York City? Uh. So
4: when we when I so you know I was born in Manhattan and raised from for many years, and and uh, we would day trip into the city and all that stuff. It, it was great, um, but I. It, over the past years, when I was going, I was in that frame of mind, Nick, where I'm like, hey, "It's just not working for me." It, I, you know, I don't know how people can live there. Honestly, know? it's it's and, it's, and I it's just not. It's too much. It's, it's you know, and I don't mean that.
3: I, I'm, I'm trying not to say that in a disparaging way. I just it's there's just too. Many people there. It's just too bustling. Stacked on yeah, top it's of each, each other. It, it, yeah. yeah, it's it's definitely not for me. But I do Some like going there. I you know I I like going to shows there. I like going to concerts there. Fashion Week. The Fashion Week is a big thing the Met for me. Gala. Yeah, God. absolutely. All of that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but no, there.
0: Honestly, get, getting into new environments, and obviously we're a little stagnant right now. But that it'll loosen up, and we'll be able to wander around a little bit more. I need to do more of that.
3: I prefer, I think if, uh, I, I think I prefer more outdoorsy things these days. And maybe Outdoor cities. It. Outdoor cities. No, no. But like <laughs> when you're talking about like day trips or, or things that, that are within, you know, a four hour car drive away, you know, I was looking at, uh, you know, camping in West Virginia. I could be at a, you know, a nice little spot on a lake or a, you know, forked river or something like that in about is, five hours. Is there a good know? hotel
4: near that campground? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, where
3: I'm that's going. not for you. <laughs> I understand that. But uh the tough
4: th- part is finding something
0: that's worth going to. Yes. And because it's so disappointing when you get there and you don't enjoy where you are. Because then it's then it's like then that despair
4: that, that can discourage you from going other places. It sullies your, you know I mean? your experience. But again, if you're going simply for the zen, like for me going on the hikes and stuff like that, going to an, a nice rustic area, that's fine if yeah. that's your, your intent. But I know what you're saying. The, those things that you should get to like your digger lands yeah. like like your <laughs> like those places uh, that would be uh, that'd be fun. God, put the kids in the car, take a quick drive to Vancouver.
16: Yeah, you know, just <laughs> a quick drive.
7: And you guys been to uh, Wellsboro or the Grand Canyon of Pennsylvania, upstate PA? Uh, no, nope. Yeah, I I've, have,
4: I have, uh, I've been, I've driven past the area, Nick. When I was doing stand-up. I'd be in that area, believe it or not. And uh, I, I hear it's gorgeous.
7: Yeah, it's 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 not close. It's probably four and a half, five hours. Casey, I know you've been to um, Ricketts Glen, so it's probably another hour, hour and a half past that. But okay, it's a really pretty part of the state, and it could be a day trip for you and your family President. i
4: like the billboards and say less impressive than the
3: grand canyon yeah. all right so listen i've lived in the, this area my entire life and there's there's a whole lot of pennsylvania that i've never even been to I, I i drove through pittsburgh one time to get to burgess town for a fish concert i'd like to you know and i'm here it's not that great but i'd like to go to erie just because it's you know complete opposite side of the state from where i where i've been my whole life yeah it's and and it's funny though because you know we did
0: we have gone deep into uh, to Pennsylvania. We went to this resort called the Nemacolin a few years ago, and you, it's dude, it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's out towards Pittsburgh.
4: Where are you folks from?
0: But that's the thing. <laughs> that's what's funny too. Yeah, is yeah. I was just thinking about as you as you venture into urban areas that you're not familiar with, and you start to feel uncomfortable because the neighborhood doesn't feel right or yeah, something yeah. like that. I get the same way in deep rural. Nobody's around here, mm-hmm. dude. This is, you know, deliverance. Yeah. You know, I, I, I will get those uncomfortable feelings. So we and are here
4: just in time for the candle festival. <laughs> right. What? Right. Well, oh, well, you're the part, you're the focus of it. We always <laughs> yes. offer up a tourist to That's... the great corn god. <laughs>
8: totally.
4: <laughs> it's like what was that that bad uh 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 Nicolas Cage movie, The Wicker Man. The Wicker the Man. Ball. Yeah. 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 A wrong turn with Eliza Dushku. Yeah. I was oh,
3: I got I I can't remember the name of this town in in uh, Arizona, but Preston. When we went, I went out there last year, uh, and I, I did a whole bunch of like uh, hiking and stuff around Zion and and Grand Canyon. We were in this tiny little town in Arizona. It's like I. It's a. It, we went to this gas station that didn't sell gas anymore. Uh, and we only went into the store because it basically said it, it said like lottery liquor and like bullets, you know, on yeah, the, on the yeah. sign. And I we I so it was just I need bullets. <laughs> it reminded me, Steve, of that um, was it a Rob Zombie movie? Uh, where, Ten thousand corpses. Well, wherever they are, they're in the middle of like the desert, and there's right. a murderous you know family or whatever. Right, right. There's a couple of them. That's kind of what it reminded me of. Right. And I walked in, and I'll tell you what, didn't disappoint at all. <laughs> this uh the lady at the counter she couldn't uh she was telling us how smart she was the entire time she was there and you know and she was telling us that uh, well uh basically of those people
4: she, that has a story for everything
3: she's a genius and that uh, she was telling us all the levels of right. you know like the word moron comes from you know the basically the um ranges of of IQ levels and moron is actually you know somebody that's in like the 80 IQ level um it Did was, she make you feel nervous or something? The whole or, okay, time right. it was all, we were all nervous. Her, her top there. was off. Her, <laughs> I actually would have preferred that. Here. Are you looking for pictures or I'm, something? No, I'm just looking. I can't remember the name of the goddamn He's channel. on his phone. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I got distracted. I distracted myself. Uh, all right. Anyhow,
0: diverse experiences
3: <laughs> are the key to happiness.
4: You know, it's so, a sign of a moron, he distracts himself. <laughs> 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 when we are able to roam a little
0: bit more... Uh, That might be something that will help you out. I'm sorry? Fredonia. Fredonia, Arizona. Fredonia. All right. Yeah. Uh, Let's go back into the JSI. See what else we can find here. Um, How about this? Yes. I like Uh, that. uh, You're welcome. Uh, No. uh, Teach your kids how to sit up straight because it could uh, greatly improve their self confidence. Researchers from Germany found that fourth graders. Sit up! (laughs) Fourth graders who adopted. Power poses. Power
4: poses?
0: Uh, felt a temporary boost in mood and self esteem compared with kids who adopted more withdrawn poses. So, what would, if you were to guess as to what a power pose was, it's like Voguing, right? Let me know and I will, uh, I will, uh, give you the description I mean, here like, like of a couple per- of, a, of, uh, examples of power like poses.
4: Like perfect posture, shoulders back, arched mm-hmm. a I'm little
2: a bit. Fo- a forward stance.
0: A forward stance. Okay. Anybody else? Uh,
3: Casey, I'm thinking like lead singer stuff, you know, like uh, like with the microphone in the air, <laughs> microphone in the air, the power poses, s- you know, think of mic- Scott Stapp.
0: No, like a power pose, according to this would be actually and, and I'll demonstrate this here in the studio, but I'll describe what I'm doing is leaning against a table with arms spread wide, you know, okay. like like this. With like arms gorilla. wide open with arms wide <laughs> open. No, like like uh, so. Like so the I'm kind of leaning the- forward like I'm addressing like a gorilla. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm addressing. No, not not like this. But but arms spread, Steve. I'm doing my gorilla. Oh, your, yeah, your yeah okay. Right,
4: like, in other words, you're talking to it at a conference, you're in the conference room, and you're making a point to the people. You Exactly. Your hand in fact, there. it almost seems like buy, you, would be, sell,
0: you would be reprimanding them if you right. were in this particular position. And then another one uh, is the one that I use in some of our meetings when we were in our old, uh, our old room. Which is uh, feet up on the desk and uh, arms behind your head. Oh, yeah. (laughs)
3: Like not a care in the world type of
0: deal.
4: That's a power pose?
0: Yeah, it says uh, head up and... Wait a second. It says here... uh, uh, Leaning back in a chair with arms behind the head and feet up on the desk. Yes. Because I used to sit like this in meetings. You know who hated this? Bill Bill Burns. Burns. Uh Right. He thought it was disrespectful. hated that I would sit like this. Yeah. And apparently... That's a power pose. I must have been intimidating him. Uh-huh. Do you know what he...
4: The, the pose that Bill Burns likes to do?
0: He's our sales one of so, our sales managers, by the way. You
4: you hunch over and you put one hand on your kneecap and you're looking back and you're sticking your butt at them. <laughs> uh-huh. And then you put your <laughs> other hand over your mouth like, oops. <laughs> oops.
2: That's what Bill
4: does yeah, in sales his meetings? That's oh, yeah. yeah. All the time.
2: That's so weird. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think Bill didn't quite understand that our meetings were different than the sales meetings.
4: Yes. Uh-huh. They're slightly different, <laughs> <right>? Because <laughs> the fact we are in shorts and crocs.
0: I honestly didn't know that that I was striking a power pose at that time. That, but, to me, doesn't... That, that seems like an I don't give an F pose. That seems very relaxed, but I guess what it is is... is it, you never saw Hitler
4: do that. It
0: shows confidence, Just kick him
4: back, boys! <laughs>
0: <laughs>
14: don't worry, I've got this!
0: Um, I, I, I guess it, it shows confidence, maybe, because, you know, this means... Got it going on! It means, give me what
3: you got. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, <laughs> there's a lot of nonverbal communication, and, and you're... <laughs> Yeah,
0: (laughs) Or is taking pictures of me, or is it video? Yeah, okay. All right, and then uh, a a withdrawn pose would be slumped in a chair with legs together, like if you're dead. Uh, Not like like, like, maybe like this. Oh, I guess slumped over, yeah, Yeah. legs together. Mm -hmm. How does Bill present himself
7: in the meetings? Bill sits
3: up. up. Bill sits up straight. Yes, good posture. Uh, And he's always bat winging. You know, when he's standing up, he's always like trying to get his ball sacks to stick it to his legs. So what you, are you always talking see. About? I don't
4: know <laughs> what is happening. He's a...
3: uh, anyway, what I was going
4: to say. You want to know how hey, you know a moron?
0: <laughs> 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 um, Bill lets his presence be known. He. Yes. Yep. Slams his, his <laughs> he slams things his
2: things yeah. down
0: on the
4: desk. Yeah, I like when right. he does the teapot thing. <laughs> What's With the teapot a, a little, I'm a little teapot. He puts his short hand on his and and yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little teapot, short and stout. <laughs> this is my handle, and this is my spout.
2: You know, you know when Bill's done, though, because that uh, straight-up stance goes away. He, he will start to slouch when he's yep. done with the meeting or he's no longer, like, you know, involved in the meeting. I hate Zoom meetings. Mm.
3: You yeah. really hate Zoom meetings. Yeah, oh. and guess yes, what? Does. We don't care because everybody has to be a part of this meeting, Bill, mm-hmm. if you're listening right now. Mm-hmm. So the only way to do it is a Zoom meeting, whether you like it or not.
0: He likes to let you know that mm-hmm. he doesn't like them.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every single time, uh,
0: but uh, yeah, I'll have to notice if he if he strikes a power pose or a more or a teapot
4: pose. pose. Uh, <laughs> I mostly ask question.
0: so look Steve as, could make I of. look like
4: a teapot. <laughs> God, I
2: hope he does that.
0: <laughs> we have a meeting today. Yeah, we'll find out. Uh, the data showed that kids who struck power poses before taking tests reported feeling better and having a higher level of self-esteem. When answering questions related to their study.
4: All right, so if you're sitting in a in a, uh, in a classroom and you're sitting at your desk, how do you strike that hands down on the table power pose? Yeah, I think you might want to uh, look
0: up power poses. Those, right. those might not be the only power okay, poses. There yeah. may be a sitting up straight uh, power pose of some sort. Okay, know. you know, but
4: I am going to look those up
0: because huh. I, I have lousy posture and I need to work on that. Have
4: you seen the device that they're selling all over there? There you, the, um, you wear it, I guess, on like a, on, around your collar, and it tells if you're slouching forward, it'll beep. And, am I, and it's supposed to train you, okay. almost like a dog huh. collar for a well, an invisible fence.
0: I, I'm, I wouldn't be opposed to that because I will realize my posture's bad, right. improve my posture, right. and then slouch and then again. And 10 minutes later, realize I've got lousy posture and don't remember... Hmm. Ever changing my posture.
4: One of my favorite ways to sit, though, is the when I'm sitting and working or doing audio editing, is to sit with my legs out, a little bit down in the chair, head back, touching the. You know, I I like that sort of casual recumbent feel.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. You're better than that. I
4: know. (laughs) We're all.
0: You're a little
14: teapot. (laughs) Short (laughs) down.
0: That's your handle. That's your spout. (laughs) That ain't
4: you. You're better than that. <laughs> oh, my God. What's the
0: next line after that? When I get all steamed, steamed up, I will shout, out. tip, t- tip me, me over and pour me out. out. You little Pour deep. me
14: out! <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. All full of boiling water. All right. Uh, let's take a break. This is all I have from the Just Saying Institute. Oh, Thank yeah. you very much all the researchers that make this possible and our wonderful campus in West Virginia. West Virginia or Virginia? West, West Virginia. It's West Virginia. That's right. You're right.
14: better than yeah. that. <laughs> You're better than that.
1: Yeah.
0: That ain't you, you know.
6: That right. ain't you. All
0: right. We're going to take a break and come back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us.
9: What's new? Glad you asked. Green Day. Yeah.
6: The glorious
3: suns. Come a little
6: closer to the
8: sky.
0: More
5: of Everything That Rocks.
0: I'm 93.3 WNMR. Hey! Maple Shade High School. <laughs> you guys need to vote for the coolest teacher. That just
4: reminded me of that. Hey! Hey! <laughs>
6: hey!
4: That, I think that was, that was from a library. Was that from Kenan's? No, I think that was in the Poconos. And hey! Oh yeah, we, we got the calls. We the got calls, a phone right call to here.
0: actually work, and I was a little excited. <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> that's like Nick level scream oh yeah right there
4: <laughs> where's his one just more just
0: time a- oh you got a different uh, one yeah, okay. alright
4: All right, here we go right.
6: hey
4: and then Nick is <laughs> They uh... did it oh yeah <laughs> yeah.
0: not even close <laughs> Nick trumps mine by far uh, but anyway um... hey maple shade high school you guys are voting for the coolest teacher uh, so just text the word "teacher" to three nine three 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 for the voting link, and we'll give you till tomorrow morning about six AM to do that. And we want to congratulate again from uh, the Gloucester County Institute of Technology, Miss Marissa Stahl. She won. She's a dance teacher, so that was really cool. First dance teacher we've ever had. Yep. one best teacher or coolest teacher. Uh, she called in uh, this morning, which is really nice. All right, uh, hey, it's Bizarre file time. Hey, hey. Let's get to it. Right.
8: Hey. 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 <coughs>
1: <laughs> WMMR presents Dizarre. Kristen and Steve's Dizarre. Dizarre. Hey! It's brought to you by
0: <laughs> Stateside Vodka. They've just released a special hey! special batch of bourbon as well as, as their new magnum bottle of vodka. Twenty-four-hour delivery to Philly and the PA suburbs, or one-hour curbside pickup, Statesidevodka.com. Police have expressed confusion about a mysterious body that was found by the side of a main road in North Queensland, Australia. Police responded to reports of what appeared to be the a dead body wrapped in a blanket. It's in Australia? Yeah. It needs to be a
4: common thing, dead bodies, with all the stuff they have there that can kill you.
0: It was about 7 a.m. They established a perimeter and temporarily closed the highway, but after a few hours of examination by forensics experts... Yeah. Uh, the body was revealed to be a highly realistic sex doll named according to her instruction manual, Naomi. Yeah, I bet Matilda. But it took hours. I don't understand.
4: It's uh, one of them they're, uh, Naomi dolls.
0: Uh, they promise. Yeah, I've heard. They will continue investigating into the origins of the doll. Strangely, the crime scene also included splashes of what appeared to be animal blood and brain tissue. So it seems like they were trying to make it look like a legit dead body. (laughs) Yeah, as well as two pieces of women's lingerie, a pair of men's underpants, one sock, and Naomi's user manual. Uh, See, you can't leave the user manual. Yeah, the nearest big city to Discovery in Brisbane Uh, Some ten hours away by car. That's uh, where they think it might have come from. Congratulations,
4: Uh, you just purchased a Naomi doll. uh, To begin having fun, go to the first hole marked (laughs) A. Exactly. What do you need a manual
0: for? Queensland police posted an account of the bizarre discovery on their Facebook page. And several users speculated that uh, leaving the sex robot on the side of the road was some sort of a prank or joke. Uh, In Pennsylvania, police say a Johnstown man is facing a slew of charges. This is a disturbing story. After attempting to light a four-year-old on fire and, quote, burn the demon out of him. Uh, Josiah James McIntosh was arrested following a domestic disturbance incident at a residence. Upon arriving at the scene, police say they spoke to a man who told them that McIntosh attacked and threw a brick at him. When he intervened with his attempt to harm the child, police had added that they observed visible injuries to the man's left side as well as his head and ear area. I
4: always keep a throwing brick with me.
0: Officials say they then located the child who was standing naked inside their residence and had gasoline poured on him and around him. It could have been horrible. Yeah, following a brief search of the neighborhood, police say they located McIntosh who smelled of gasoline and was in possession of a disposable lighter. He's being held in the Cambria County Prison. That's messed up. There
4: he is over there.
8: Hey!
0: Stop him! <laughs> uh, and this was uh, from last week, but I, I had to keep this in the bizarre File. A classic Looney Tunes cartoon plot played out in real life last week when a university professor shared a video of a real-life Coyote chasing
4: a roadrunner. I saw it. It was great. uh, There are less products from Acme, I noticed, uh, but but it was still very cool. Uh, Michael Thomas Bogan, an assistant
0: professor at the University of Arizona School of Natural Resources and the Environment, captured the drama on camera in downtown Tucson. He's saying on camera, there is literally a coyote chasing a roadrunner. I can't believe it. That is a straight-up cartoon.
4: (laughs) The one thing the Roadrunner did, though, that the Roadrunner in the cartoon never did, it took off. It 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 flew. Yeah. I just saw it running. I didn't see
0: it fly away. I missed that part of it. The video didn't end with an explosion, someone falling off a cliff or getting hit by an anvil, but it still went viral. Logan says he's seen plenty of coyotes and Roadrunner on the river. He says, true to the Looney Tunes formula, the real-life Roadrunner escaped without a scratch, of course. On back on Boxing Day, 2019, uh, someone left an ash-filled urn with the word "mom" inscribed on the front in a rental car that was dropped off at her London international at the London International Airport. Oh man! And nearly five months later, no one has come to claim the urn, and airport officials have widened their search for the rightful owner. Uh, the urn arrived at the airport on December 26 in a rental car. It was turned over to the airport officials. But there was no way to narrow down which car it was left in or even which car rental company was involved. Airport officials thought that someone would come back for it. And when no one did, they tried to contact funeral homes in the London area to no avail. You think that'd be the kind of thing you'd want to hold on to? Yeah, the urn is in the shape of a heart, slightly larger than a palm with the dates of birth and death on the back. It is inside a black gift box, so no one has retrieved it as of yet. Uh, and then we'll do one more story and then we will wrap things up. Let's go with this one. Um, 200 goats walking down the streets. Exactly what happened in the Silver Creek neighborhood of San Jose, California on Tuesday evening. It was pretty cool. A resident there says that the goats were clearing brush from the hill behind his house when they broke through a fence and went wandering through the neighborhood. That's a lot of goats.
4: And they're, and they're, they're, they're really kind
0: of cool the way they move, yeah. you know. Videos have emerged of the goats being rounded up in the streets. Neighbors say that the animals feasted on potted plants and left a trail <laughs> of droppings behind. Uh, locals say that the goats are brought in to clear the brush a few times a year for the last 15 years or so. It seems this is the only time that they've actually gone rogue, uh, but they've managed to get them.
4: The video is pretty funny because there's one goat that turns around and faces the crowd like, something's not right. right? They, they, right? The one goat is on to it. And there you go.
0: That is what is in the Bizarre File this morning. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. And actually, Kathy, we got a secret text word, so I need a number caller if you would, please.
2: We're going to go with 19.
0: All right. Caller 19. You heard her. 215-263-WMMR. You got to know the secret text word, and we'll find out if you do and if you win when we return. We'll be right
6: back. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR, Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places.
4: Steven Singer is giving a portion of all Gold Roses sold to support local restaurants by catering meals for essential healthcare workers. I hate Stevensinger.com.
6: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Um, We are looking for our secret text word caller. It was caller number 19 that we're looking for, and we are going to go to Tim. See if uh, he knows. Hey, Tim, how you doing, man? Good. How's
9: it going,
0: guys? Good. All right, Tim, what is our secret text word, sir? Biff. Biff is correct. <laughs> Hang on a second, Tim. We're going to get your information, and we're going to set you up with... We'll drink some beer! Some beer. beer. <laughs> hey! Um, Casey. Now, did you use the word "biff" as a name or "biff" as in a fart?
3: Well, now, biff, don't con me. I used it as a word, but I know that it's a name as well. Okay, but you went with. I the... was thinking more of like uh, you know, like Batman, like biff.
8: Oh, oh okay, yeah. Biff, <laughs> biff, bang,
0: biff,
8: bash. All right. Now, Beth,
0: don't con me. Uh, We are going to set up, Tim, with a case of Sly Fox, Alex's Lemon Wheat Ale. Refreshing, unfiltered wheat beer brewed with real lemon. And $1 from every case sold benefits Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation for childhood cancer. You can also order your favorite bites and brews at SlyFoxBeer.com. And it's available for pickup at Sly Fox locations. A random texter, somebody who won the same thing is Robert Cunningham, and it's going to be interesting how Robert is going to get this beer because he lives in Delray Beach, Florida. Whoa. (laughs) So, road trip for a case of beer. Uh, Congratulations to you, Robert, and thanks for listening. Uh, I guess streaming. Uh and maybe, to be, right? Maybe using your smart speaker, which, by the way, you can uh, do that if you have the uh, Google Echo. No, it's uh, Amazon Echo. Amazon Echo. Right. Right. Uh, you can say uh, open uh, Preston and Steve Show, open WMMR, and uh, get the bizarre files, all kinds of stuff through there. So, all right. Anyhow, uh, we are going to do today's lesson question. And, damn it, I forgot to look at it. <laughs> uh, it's and, Wednesday. And I've, been, and I've been having printer issues Stuff that I printed, that I sent to the printer at 5.30 this morning, just came across the printer. Wow, that's so,
4: amazing, that technology.
0: I know, I know. Uh, let me see here. Nick, I'm sure, sent the email. No, I don't see that.
7: Nick, you got any lesson questions? Yeah, you guys want a, a early one or a late one?
4: Uh, we, did a, we did a recent one. Let's do
7: an early one, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. agreed. All right, well, uh, we don't normally do this, but I'm going to go with a, with a caller. According to listener Moe, who called in earlier this morning, which way did the Tilton Hilton lean? Okay.
0: 215263WMMR. Which way did the Tilton Hilton actually lean? If you heard it this morning, then you should know. Call now, 215-263-WMMR. We're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The
1: trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, Steve, what's going on this morning?
4: Well, in an interview with the Times UK, Lisa Kudrow addressed criticism of the lack of diversity in the original cast of Friends. Kudrow explained that while it was never mentioned on the show, the original six characters were all supposed to be skinheads. Oh, <laughs>
6: My
4: God! Harvey Weinstein's extradic- extradition to Los Angeles to face more counts of sexual assault and rape charges have been put on hold for now. Weinstein told his lawyers he can't wait until the cu- uh, quarantine is over so he can finally get out and spend 20 years in jail. Hey! And finally, Brian Austin Green confirming that he and wife Megan Fox have split up but says they could get back together one day. Green says that on that day, he will spend at least six hours pressure-watching Machine Gun Kelly's splooge off of (laughs) (laughs) him. All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to this. Which way did the
0: Tilton Hilton lean, according to listener Moe, who called in earlier this morning? And we will go to Ed and see if he knows the answer. Hey, Ed, how you doing? Awesome. Gadzooks. Gadzooks to you, sir. Which way did the Tilton Hilton lean?
8: To the left. To the left. You got it?
0: Hold on a moment, Ed. You just won a digital download of Shameless, the complete 10th season. And the Gallagher family returns with as much dysfunction and insanity as ever in Shameless, the complete 10th season. Available now on digital and DVD. Let's dive into the music news now.
1: Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! What the
0: f*** is this? Uh, in not really much of a surprise, but official statement Green Day, Fallout Boy, and Weezer have officially postponed their massive hella mega stadium tour. Uh, due to the pandemic, of course.
4: You had tickets to this, yeah, did you this not? Yeah, this was going
0: to be a rare concert event yeah. for Preston Elliott. Had and... friends coming in from out of town, the whole thing. And uh, no, that's not going to happen. So, oh.
4: Yeah, so. Well, have they given a specific postponed date?
0: They, they just said that they are going to assure ticket holders uh, that the dates will be rescheduled for the same venues next year. Don't know dates yet. All right. Uh, with refund options available as well.
3: Okay. So why this one and not like... Uh... Um, what was it, Motley Crue and Poison and the other one?
4: Because um, you wanted to see these bands?
3: <laughs> oh, that I would go to this? Yeah. Uh, my friend Steve
0: really wanted to go, okay. and it wasn't coming to St. Louis, and we thought it would be a lot of fun. It was in the summertime. It was on a Saturday. It met all the requirements.
4: Okay.
0: Um, and, there was no
4: pandemic? And,
0: I, I mean, just listen. You go see Green Day. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to know all the music. Yeah. You're gonna have It's going to be an energetic, really fun concert. Uh, Weezer is awesome. I'm, I'm not a big, big in the Fallout Boy, but what I, I like, I like. So yeah. it's just a good bill. The other one, yeah, that'd be that'd be great. A little less in their prime, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But that would be a, a really fun one to go to as well. And I don't remember why um, I didn't make the decision to go to that. But show
3: Saturday, I think, is probably was the the biggest deciding factor for you. It was one of the big yeah. ones.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so listen, it's safe to say. All big tours are not going to happen, at least until, we're, I mean, if, if there's late fall shows that are scheduled, I think they're hanging on to that we'll for see. now, like the MMRBQ. We're holding on. We're going to yeah. wait and see. Uh, but for the most part, just be ready for that really cool show you were looking for this year to probably not happen. Yeah. But if they follow suit like uh, Green Day and Fall Out Boy and Weezer has done, <clears throat> they'll reschedule. They'll honor the tickets. And hopefully they'll offer you um, a rebate if you, if you need that. So a refund, I should say. Uh, tool frontman Maynard James Keenan, told Apple Music that he feels hopeful about the future despite the pandemic wreaking havoc on millions of lives in the entire global economy. He said, I feel like we're going to go through a lot of changes. So we're going to go through a lot of growing pains. And not all of us are going to make it through those growing pains. That's the hardest part as a human being to really grasp that you might not be a part of what happens over the crest in the new valley, in that new valley. Uh, You just might not be there because you didn't pay attention to the basics. Uh, Keenan's lyrics in Tool, as well as uh, Perfect Circle and uh, Pussifer, uh, have long been cited for looking into the future of humanity. Uh, The singer himself has prepared for such events by living in a remote part of Arizona, where he spent 25 years Uh, Quote, planting orchards, planting vines, doing greenhouses, understanding how to reconnect. Uh, He added, it's just understanding patterns and understanding human nature and where we're going. Although they might seem specific, they're not. They're human experience. And at my age, I've seen quite a few things and have tried to keep open-minded about things, not always assuming that you're right just because you're successful and kind of reevaluate those things. So
4: he's saying that all our answers can be found on the sitcom Growing Pains. Yeah, so <laughs> look to Growing Pains yeah, the Sever family,
0: uh, for your inspiration and drive. <laughs> now, but he's saying, listen, you know, be, be, obviously you want to keep a positive attitude, yep. but uh, there may be some real hardships ahead that you need to be ready for as well.
3: That entire series is available on the Roku channel, by the way.
0: Uh, R- oh, there Rowing you go. Pains, yeah. of Growing Pains, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nine Inch Nails' main man Trent Reznor confirmed in a new post that the band planned to tour later this year until the pandemic broke out and the tour has been set to launch on September 15th. He is now, though, selling merchandise for the scrapped outing and donating the proceeds to food banks in the cities that the tour had been slated to hit. Well, so that's nice. That's that's uh, pretty cool. Uh, Reznor is using the current quarantine to work on new music on several fronts, including Nine Inch Nails. Uh, He wrote, the current plan is to finish up some scoring projects, work on my limited uh, patience skills, dive deep into new Nine Inch Nails material, and hopefully be playing music live for you in 2021.
4: I think he's probably too intense to be at home making banana bread.
11: Yeah.
0: Uh, He also shared uh, by saying, an incredible fan-made full-length concert film. Uh, It's from uh, Nine Inch Nails 2018 Cold and Black and Infinite Tour. And he also encourages fans to, quote, continue listening to Bowie and don't be too hard on yourself. Hmm. And then finally, Lily Cornell Silver, daughter of uh, Susan Silver, who was a manager, former manager of Soundgarden and Allison Chains and uh, the uh, is uh, was married to Chris Cornell uh, has launched a discussion uh, program about mental health. I'm sorry, his daughter of of Chris Cornell and Susan Silver. That's what oh, I'm Oh, all right. Say. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll uh, discuss a program about mental health called Mind Wide Open. She made the announcement in honor of her father on Monday, the third anniversary of his suicide. The new series will take place on Instagram and will feature interviews with mental health professionals, public figures, and other notable guests. Uh, the goal is to keep the conversations surrounding mental health going and normalize those discussions, especially now during the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, She added, losing my dad ripped a hole in my heart. And the grief and trauma that is followed comes with its own set of struggles. Through my experiences, I've become more aware of the stigma that surrounds discussing mental health and grief-related issues. And I want to use my platform to do what I can to create change around this stigma. So she started this program. And there is uh, the Music News report for today. That's it. That's all we got. That's all we got, folks. We got one more break to take, too, and uh, we got some business to take care of. So we'll do that when we return. So make sure that you stay with us because we'll be back in just a moment.
1: The President Steve Show Podcast 933 WMMR Everything That Rocks
3: hey uh real quick th- today's a big day uh in um somebody's life so uh, we all know Mike the limo driver Mike yes. green yes uh, his daughter Kara today she turns 18 years old oh so happy birthday to Kara known her since she was a kid yeah. absolutely wow yeah all right happy
0: 18th then wonderful maybe she'll smile today
5: I knew it.
4: it She always looks unhappy. She looks unhappy. She's cool. Dad's around. And then when he walks away, she starts to smile. Dad! Uh, Let me see. I want to
0: thank, you know what? Todd Zalecki was on. He's an author. A book called Doc, The Life of Roy Halliday. Some pretty fascinating stuff uh, about the man and uh, some things you did not know about him. Uh, So it was nice to have him on this morning. And of course, we went on Fox Good Day today. That was awkward. Uh, but uh, it was nice. No we just had some pauses there were like,
4: it's hard to know because we can't see what's going on. Yeah. And uh, but uh, listen, I'm sure it was entertaining to listen to. I love those guys. Uh, we need to do the letter of the
0: day. Is Pierre here or not? Come on. I don't know because sometimes I just wait it out. You do hear
4: him. Attention, Pierre required in the air studio. Attention, Pierre required in the Preston and Steve air studio. Because I'll do this stall song and dance
0: for a moment, and then sometimes he comes in right when it's about to happen, and then I don't know what to do. But there
12: he is, Yay!
0: Hey! Wow. mask and bag in hand. He looks like he might have run down the hall. What nope. you got in your in your tote there? Jeeves?
8: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I brought a thermos,
15: my own coffee, because uh, I it's need It's ghastly. That. And I'm a coffee snob. Yes. <laughs> and but, there's no half and half, so I brought half and half. You brought some half and half? Yeah. You're you going like, to write
0: your name on it and say, don't touch? No, this is for Pierre very, only. It's very okay. nice. Of you. Let's
15: share the love.
0: Okay. What else you got?
15: Uh, I've got a yogurt. All right. Mm. I've got and my string. This Is like that scene when... Uh, Amy's uh, cheese enchilada.
0: <laughs> oh. In Breakfast Club when they're going through the lunches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Some, uh, Pierre,
2: those uh, Amy's enchiladas are, are delicious.
4: P- he, doesn't his oh, he doesn't on. have headphones on. P- uh, P- and j with the crust uh, trim. Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Pierre Cathy says those nope. enchiladas are delicious. Oh, yeah.
15: No, Amy's is great. Um, then I have my sunglasses, but uh, I've got a slight problem with them.
0: Uh. One of one of the eyes is missing. One, one of the, the lenses eyes. is missing. Oh, the hell is that? Oh Did you God. notice that before you left the house? No. no. Okay.
15: No. Here's the lens.
0: Okay. It fell off. Okay. <laughs> no. I gotcha. That you. That's pretty easy to fix. Yeah. For the time being.
15: Then I got another <sighs> mask. Okay. Then I got some two uh, percent milk for some cereal. Oh. Then I got spoons.
0: Do you have cereal during the show sometimes? Yeah. Okay.
15: And then, because there's nothing here in this dump, I got uh, a bowl. <laughs> And then I got a hairbrush.
0: There's nothing here in this dump.
15: And then, and then I got I take another this mask. Jeannie, Rodney's wife, made me these beautiful masks.
2: She's making masks.
15: Yeah, she's a nurse. Cut. Then I, I've got a power bar.
4: It looks like uh, you're a competitor on supermarket sweepstakes. Mm. Uh,
15: so I have got everything.
4: Where's your cereal? You brought the milk and the bowl. No, and... oh, I've got the
15: cereal out near pancake.
0: Okay, pancakes. got this So here. I've
15: got this and this and this. Oh, and here's another mask. Okay. My glasses, I sat on my glasses on the way in yesterday.
0: There's a shocker.
15: And huh? I broke those, so I had to use backup glasses from the station that I had here. I like the way you're wearing your mask. Emergency. Yeah, over uh, his mouth. Oh, yeah, right. Just uh, mouth. <laughs> and then, oh, and then I've got um, alcohol wipes to clean my phone with. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, dousing it in Clorox didn't work so well the last time. No, no. No, they turned out to be the wrong way to do right. it. So um, there you go. Well, that is a lot. It, for one I paper got. bag, no, no. yeah. Oh, wait, what's in my pocket? It's a dead parrot. Oh, I've got some <laughs> probiotics because um, uh, my health food store is closed. Okay. So I was going to order these online. Probiotics. Yeah, probiotics.
0: Those help you uh, go to the bathroom, okay? Is Make that what boom, that's boom. for? They're
15: just good for your internal things.
0: So yeah, I don't okay.
14: Know.
15: He told me to take them. Here, take these, sir. Okay. And then I, I've got some Lysol to drink later. I was kidding. I don't drink Lysol. Don't drink Lysol. And then, oh, well, here's a $20 bill. <laughs> and oh um, and that's all I got in both bags. You sure. Remember that commercial oh, wait, years wait, wait, ago when the, kid, something else the kid
4: was paying for Cracker Jacks? So he was taking stuff out of his pocket. And uh, he's like, a, like I a, have a Band Aid.
15: Oh, wow. It's used. used. Well, no, it folded <laughs> over on it. Okay. So, so there it is.
4: Man, okay. I remember that cut. Yeah, <laughs> Remember, that was my favorite yeah. cut. That was my favorite cut. All right, now i got to load all this stuff up <laughs> again. Save the Band-Aid. Did we do the letter? No,
1: we uh, didn't do the letter. That let's get to it, Buster. Um, there we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter.
0: All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. S as in Shazam. All right, and we now have three letters, two to go. And we give away from Stateside Vodka two of their new larger bottles of vodka, which are 1.75 liters. One standard size bottle of their just-released small-batch bourbon. And a $100 gift card to their tasting room. Both new items, Stateside Vodka, special-batch bourbon, and new Magnum Vodka bottles are available now for guaranteed 24-hour delivery to Philly and the PA suburbs. Or fast, one-hour curbside pickup, and you can visit Stateside Vodka. .com for details. Pierre's bagging now. Uh, Anything
15: else in that,
9: ma'am?
4: <laughs> Can you put the milk in a separate bag? Yes, Tell your ma'am.
0: man
9: to double bag
0: it. Yes,
4: yes ma'am. <laughs> Last time damn near fell through. <laughs> you playing work- Monopoly? I worked at a 7-Eleven
15: and I was really a bad cashier and um, bagger. And I bagged the way I always bag, which is pour as much stuff in one bag so you have less to carry. Right. And these
0: old ladies would go,
15: young man, there's way too much in that bag. Mm. There's yeah. an art to bag it.
0: It's uh, getting it to just right. Yeah. yeah. Pile it in. Uh, pile it in, really. Yeah. No, I separate all yard. my produce and meat and cans and make sure that it's all... I'll uh, even
4: separate single slices of cheese. The cold stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> bully for you. Bully. Bully.
15: Now. Yeah. On the program. Let's talk about that. I was thinking mm-hmm. you might think about that. Yeah. <laughs> um... By the way, tomorrow we're going to have that interview with Robbie Robertson, which is going to be really cool. The, the legendary. When
0: uh, is Instagram this? About a week ago. Okay,
15: all right. And what, what's there's the... a, this new band documentary coming out? Okay. I which saw is, the
4: tri- is that is that on Netflix or what is that on? Uh,
15: I don't know, but it's 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 um, it down It's not somewhere. the
4: Last Walls. So it's a whole no, other. It's a newer take is, on it.
15: Uh, the story uh, of the band. The ba- last waltz was Martin Scorsese's filming As of the, the final band concert. Yeah. At the final concert, and some background stories. This is all a documentary, all background stories, uh, so n- less concert performances. But Scorsese's in it, Bruce. All these people that were influential to the band or influenced by the band uh, are in it. So he talks about that. What is so funny about that, Kathy?
2: I'm sorry. It's nothing. I'm trying Kathy to...
0: Kathy home- was making a face, and I, I saw her on the, on the <laughs> FaceTime. What and were you doing?
2: And I realized that you could see me. I was right on camera. Uh, <laughs> Jace isn't doing his uh, homeschooling. I'm just trying to get him to sit down and actually write something on the paper.
15: Okay. You want me to come over?
2: If you could. I got you away make, with Actually, I'll send him over there. You could do school at your house.
15: Okay. Oh. Yeah. I mean, You're going yes. to Pierre's
2: house later. Yes, you are. He said, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs>
15: Uh, Uh, Oh, so that's coming up tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Okay. Uh, By the way, Friday we're going to kick off our um, totally random five, nine, uh, how many songs are it? I don't know. Lots of songs in our weekend thing. Um, And it's going to be really cool. So instead of those, like, top 500 songs of all time at 3 o'clock, Jackson's going to kick off. Is totally out of order. Just really cool, no repeat um, uh, series of songs. I think nine hundred and thirty five. I like songs. that.
0: So, so that'll be the thing. Because I was trying to wrap my head around the, the novelty of it. I do like the. I do like the list, and I like the order. But the whole idea is nothing will be repeated uh, through the course of this of uh, this run of music in no particular order. And
15: you know, if it was one of those countdowns, it would come down to Stairway to Heaven or Freebird. right? Yeah, yeah or
0: the, um, I like the uh, the A to Z as well. well which A I, that's to, back is to a school, whole though. Element, yeah, you know, but I, but I do like some things that have a, a theme to them, so that's cool.
15: The theme is that there's no theme, uh, yeah, and, and it's really cool the way Bill set this up. So I think I think you're gonna like spending the weekend with us on the program today, Peter Gabriel, Ozzy. And Green Day in the Workforce Box. And off
0: we go. Nice. Okay. Uh, we shall enjoy. Uh, let me thank sponsors. Preston and Steve show has been brought to you today by Coors Light. Made to chill. Also brought to you uh, by Fred Beans. Help us donate over 40,000 meals this month. Uh, help us be better than ever. Well, help them be better than ever, I think, is what we need help to... Help somebody I be think. better than ever. I think that's what they're saying here. Help them donate over 40,000 meals this month. Oh. Help them be better than ever. That's great. Online at fredbeans.com, I think. Because you're not supposed to say us unless you're actually endorsing the Right, right. Product. So, so they're,
4: they're good people for
0: doing it. Yeah, so that. talk to the person who wrote that, please. All right, so tomorrow on the program... Sid Wilder. Yeah. comedian and overall sexy gal. Uh, Yeah. She will be on the show, and I'm sure we'll find some other things to get into. So that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye.
3: The Greston and Steve Love You Line. What's the point of wearing a mask
14: if you're not going to put it over your nose?
5: Next message.
14: Dude, that's
9: Elko, dude. What's up, bad? Get Mo back on. Tell him the story for us again. Oh, my goodness. What a riot.
5: Next message.
14: What's today? Friday, right? Wait, what? Today's only fing Wednesday? What the f-? I feel like
1: I've been in this dumpster, tripping
3: my ass off forever! <laughs>
9: White Snakes' David Coverdale, Godsmack's Sully Erna, Bush's Gavin rosdale just a few of the guests I've had on my podcast this year. I'm Meltdown, and you can check out my Talkin' Rock with Meltdown podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts, giving you a backstage look at some of your favorite bands.